0: Distract me, Steve. Bro. Yeah, we're gonna
1: like
2: break into. You know.
0: I don't. Yeah, we're talking about. Tim, a- could you?
2: I guess could you turn the AC? I want it on. Keep turn it on to low. Go up. Yeah, yeah. You know, you might have to turn it off auto. I'm gonna, the, leave, uh, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave yeah, this in There we here. go. And then now I. There. All right, there we go. It's a lot better. Not at all. <laughs> it's a a decent no, shift.
0: No, it's fine. Hey, so uh Yeah, like I said, probably going to gonna leave that in here. You know, people like to what? uh wait, see what? how the sausage is made sometimes, <laughs> you know.
3: <laughs> no. See how the
4: sausage is made. What? Hey, how wait, how long I'm have you vegan. been
0: recording? It's 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 barely a minute. Uh this is the King's of Punk if, podcast. Uh, my name is Jake vegan, Razor.
2: I'm going to beat you up. You I'm heard Jake, that yesterday. Yeah,
0: and uh
2: <laughs> Wait. Really? We'll get to it in a second. Uh,
0: Maybe. Um, And then my co-host, Tyler Hammer, is over here. What's up? And if you're vegan, he's going to beat you up, apparently. Um, I'm also joined by... uh, A vegan. A vegan co-host, Gary U.S. Bombs. He's wearing a bright pink T-shirt. It actually matches the color of the strawberry Frosties we just enjoyed. From?
2: Wendy Well where else are you gonna fucking From Rangus, To the uh,
4: uninitiated From Wengus, From, from Wengis <laughs> um, <laughs> And
2: then yeah we have our fourth chair now I guess uh,
4: The Artie Land figure
2: Kangus, we- the, the, the
4: guest appearer always appearing Yes I'm a reliable magician <laughs> Yeah That's right
3: Well we're glad to have you on Connor
4: Lengus. Kangus I love Kangus. Strawberry Frosties They've revolutionized like the, the game Fast food ice cream uh <laughs> Game Bad game. we were saying, like, they need to mix it all together, all yeah. of their like products. Like
3: Neo, politics. Yeah, because
2: strawberry's kind of new. I liked
0: the, uh, when they had Frosty Floats. I mean, I guess you should still be able to get you one. You know, a, in a, yeah. a
3: strawberry mixed with a chocolate Frosty, that probably would be, that alone would probably be really good.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, uh, Krangus is joining us for Frosty's today, but also he's joining us to finish up our uh, two-part uh, The Blight of Anvil <laughs> series, <laughs> Uh, this, the is, this is edition of our Legacy of series. It's one of those two, though. There's, there's, you know,
2: I would they say a it's
0: uh, this Light episode, of
2: the... Re- the redemption arc for this band. I think, in my opinion, I Part was two, it
4: redeemed my not fully hating them now. Yeah, right. I like. I've changed.
2: I
0: you know I hadn't. If Tyler had watched the documentary about Anvil that we'll be discussing prior to me watching it, and I was a little bit surprised to hear him say that. Uh, they were growing on you, as at least as people from watching the movie, yeah. and that the you didn't hate the movie. We, I wasn't sure no. how any of us would feel about the documentary, but I I think we all liked it as we'll get to a little bit later.
2: Um, yeah. Well, this weekend um, we had a, a great weekend that we had uh, with our friends. Uh, the vegan thing. We watched some band play, and the singer had a so, this, they had a song about uh, if a if you a, come to my vegan. house to eat food. And I'm feeding you, and you say no. I'm not gonna. I don't eat meat. Uh, I'm gonna beat you up. Can I? You're just gonna ask, eat it anyway. May I, I
4: ask, was this band fronted by like a 50 year old mother of three?
0: I don't think that's what he was saying. But no, that's <sighs> no, that
4: literally is what
2: he.
0: I, th- said. I thought it was just generally about like. If you, I tell you that we're gonna yeah, have food at my house and you eat beforehand, I'm offended. Was kind of the, my takeaway. I don't know if it. Had do with me. He literally
2: said, "I'm gonna beat you up," in the song, was something like an, that. Like I'm gonna there, punch you. <laughs> there was down. like no, str- and I'm I am not trying to be combative. Straight up, it there was a line where it's just like gonna punch you in the face or something like that, and it's just like so they're gonna eat meat regardless. I'm gonna make you, and it's like. Who, what the fuck are you talking So it's about? just like a
4: traditional family values band. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it was like the thing about And then
2: I, there was well the next song it's interesting kind of the next song was about doing your homework and going to bed at like 9 p.m. Wow. So when we talk about what traditional and family values And always tipping 15%? Not, con- not conservative like, you know, like women belong here. It's more just like literally they're like parents. They're like mom Yeah, that's and dad. what it
4: sounds like. It sounds like they would have a song about being like don't you think you're staying inside all summer? Yeah, exactly. You're going to drink from the water. You're hose. going outside, and I'll put a sandwich in the mailbox.
2: <laughs> um, they had a song about um, you have to drink your milk. They also, in that song, said you have to drink the milk.
3: You're going to eat your you're lettuce and tomato milk sandwich, sandwich with your whether you want to or not. Exactly.
4: Turn a light. They have a song like Turn a Light On. It's like a dungeon in here.
3: Oh, man. <laughs> like,
2: this is, I think, a good segue because I feel like watching this documentary it kind of there was like that childish ambition in lips steve Cudlow's like in his eyes lips. in his eyes and lips
0: he is a he is a, I, I i know we i think we called him ugly before but he has an adorable face yeah
4: he's it's it's so it's charming it's you know what's like it's like oh look at this guy he seems nice yeah well you know what it is you see him and you're like he never got rid of like his his soul didn't get crushed
3: fully, no never. ever, which is admirable at yes. the same time. Which is time. crazy considering like it's that band. Like
4: you could argue that he has like, uh, an ex- He is like an embodiment of like the human spirit of like never breaking even when you probably should have because it would have been easier to just fucking break and move on. Like yeah. perseverance. I guess we would say yeah. He has his lips around, like, the sword of perseverance. Now, Gorgeous analogy.
2: Before we get into the documentary, last episode we left off, it was the new millennia, the 2000s are rolling in. Y2K guys. happened. Y2K. 9-11 happens, you know, in the ashes of, you know, post-9-11 America.
1: Pre-TikTok.
2: What do we have? We have Anvil. In Canada. In in Canada, totally safe. Um, I wonder if they have a song about it. I'm not sure. Well, they did. uh,
0: They did. uh, Remember when Saudi Arabia threatened Canada on Twitter with a 9-11? Really? Dude, it was insane. It was after because Trudeau or somebody said something about Khashoggi's murder. And then the like Saudi embassy in Canada tweeted out like it said like, there's an old Arab proverb that says, don't stick one's nose where it doesn't belong. And then it was like a graphic with their logo and then like the skyline, an outline of the skyline in Toronto with the CN Tower and everything and a plane seemingly headed towards the CN Tower. Twitter's
4: so crazy. They
0: like the Saudi embassy in Canada straight up like low key threatened to do 9-11 to the CN Tower if they didn't shut the fuck up about Khashoggi getting chopped up with fucking bone saws.
2: Mm. Wow.
0: It was dope, but Crazy anyway, stuff. yeah,
3: so we're, we're, let's set the stage the money, yeah. for
0: uh, this film. Never
3: mind the whole thing with Saudi Arabia, yeah, you know. We love you guys. Yeah, we, we
4: uh,
1: yeah. You should just, sponsor
0: us. We're actually, we're opening a soccer stadium, and we need your money for I that. I also love, love your flag with the two swords. Just give yeah, us all cool. the money, yeah,
3: and we won't say anything bad ever.
0: So t- Tim had listened to some of the Anvil albums that precede this 2007, or 2009, start filming, I think, 07 documentary and and can sort of give us some insight into where they were at musically we we left off with their uh, late 90s uh classic speed of sound last time which is
3: actually probably one of their better albums i thought so too, honestly
2: interesting
0: but, but yeah continue
3: unfortunately after that uh, i would say is one of their probably worst albums plenty of power uh you probably know it as the one with the uh, bulldozer or whatever the fuck it is. On it's the an anvil dozer. Room. I mean,
0: you probably don't know it at all, but if you do, you would know yeah, it because you... of the stupid thing on the front. yes.
3: I mean, it really the I the, the whole like the aesthetic of it is really just like man, these guys like muscle have, like Hot Wheels. <laughs> like, I mean, I was just like, <laughs> goddamn, this is like this is like a cringy ass album. This
0: motherfucker looks like a Nerf gun.
3: Yeah, it's fucking it's it's pretty ridiculous, and um. After listening to it, I would say, like, considering it came out in 2001, like, this was probably, like, one of their most dated sounding records.
0: Are they doing, trying to do, like, the Slayer thrash thing, or is it more like they're going back to trying to be speed metal?
3: Uh, Yeah, because there's, like, there's a couple tracks on here where they're, like, actually, they, like, there's, like, almost some, like, weird kind of death metal riffs. Oh,
4: I think I see what's happening here. They're just literally grabbing at anything. Yeah. 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 They, they do that a lot. I
3: mean, because, and also, like, they, it's on the song called Pro Wrestling, which, I mean, I also feel it in and What that, that and song be about? Is, yeah, it's just, where oh, and the lyrics are he's just naming, like, wrestling moves, like, in the chorus. Yeah, here we go. Ring,
2: bell, fighters in the ring, start, match, begin the clobbering, drop, kick. Caught up in the rope. Oh, wait, is this, are these really the lyrics? Yes, he's reading them right now. Those are real. Those are real. (sighs) This also has the great (sighs) song, the I'm not mad at all lyrics. Oh, the the real metal? Real metal. metal. Yeah, oh, real. Anvil, Anvil,
0: it's clobbering time. Blastmaster (laughs) KRS-One. Anvil. Anvil. But
4: what, what, all right, I got to know, though, did they bring up the Stone Cold Stunner at least? No, are I they I less gen- like, are they more generic. I think they're more generic. Yeah, because um, they don't
3: probably don't want that like cop. They don't want. They they don't want like Vince with McMahon to be like, yeah, <laughs> "You're fired, Anvil."
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, N an word like- or something. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. But yeah, yeah, the song, the song, real metal is great because it really is just like, yeah, we're not mad. Actually, it rules that we um,
3: play our, real metal. our complete failures.
2: You thought that metal was a trend? Got some news for you, my friend. Anvil music is what I am really don't give a damn. So if you think that we suck, I really don't give a fuck. I defy all the rules. Make the skeptics look like fools. Uh, it's like, I uh, be. you I don't know, know what this, you did. You know what
4: every one uh, of their yes. lyrics reminds me of? That iconic, absolutely goaded video on YouTube where it's like the two white kids rap battling in the hallway. And it's like, you're a jerk. Your dad goes to work. It's so bad.
0: No, that's like what I said last time. It's just reminding me of all the, like, first wave grime shit we've been watching. Like, if this yeah, was, like, yeah, true. if it was, like, black guys from London yelling these lyrics at each other, I'd be like, this is probably the
2: best thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my fucking life. I defy the rules. Make the skeptics look like fools. So, but, wait, like, is that what Anvil needs that. to but pivot close, toward? I'll tell you why. I'll put my music till I die.
0: Yeah, yeah, they like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they need to pivot to a girl. Yeah, they gotta <laughs> man and and, like, Skepta, like got to get Devilman. They got to get Bearman
3: and Devilman. Skepta, you
0: look like you've got AIDS. You look like you've got HIV. like you've got
3: cancer. <laughs> that was, I mean, and I. that's funny. Be, that, that's interesting. But,
2: like, I, I've seen people talk about, because, you know, Sex Pistols discourse will never go away, but it's kind of popped up here and there. And people being like, he's got, like, uh, Dr. Seuss ABC v- lyrics and stuff like that. Um, John Lydon. Not
3: and it's really. Like, yeah, Not really.
2: No. I'll show you. It's like, do you want to yeah, see? Have that? you
3: ever? It's like, yeah, have you ever heard of a thrash metal band before? Like, yeah,
0: yeah pretty much any of them. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, where they're always like,
4: cell phones are bad, go away, bad technology's bad. I, I don't just like laptops.
2: The, the constant needing to rhyme <laughs> is like. They make it like so much more apparent. And
0: also it's always it is always the rhyme scheme where it's the last
4: syllable rather than there's no yeah. internal rhyming. No, there's it's no it's always yeah, didactic, they don't they don't they don't do any like MF doom shit. They don't do like a biggie kind of thing. No, they really yeah.
1: actually
2: could li- should listen to like more advanced rap. They to should kind of learn advanced about rap like run stuff. dmc like run dmt um
3: abc and a one two three i would love well, they, they
2: should listen to that to know what not to do well yeah. you know you know
0: how lips can finally make it in show business just from me consuming his content alone Is if he does like a lips reacts channel where he listens to Hobson, and i get to see what he thinks of it <laughs> I would watch that. that, that awesome he would like song. it because he'd be like,
4: "Whoa, he just talked about
0: having sex with a goat." The Steve Lips Cudlow <laughs> like YouTube reaction channel would actually be awesome. I would I would totally watch him like listening to rap music, saying like,
3: "If I could, this is
0: actually pretty cool." But yeah, go on.
3: Get back to another song that has pretty funny, kind of questionable—not questionable, but just like it's like that all of that same like self-affirming like it's it's called groove science where he talks about like what writing a song
0: oh this is gonna be good yeah let's, let's oh go man
3: listen to this listen to this absolute devotion for song the science for writing is strong listening for just the right note learning from what we wrote a breaking of all the silence finding all the parts writing from our hearts groove science
0: groove, si- groove they Science. they have no groove
3: Groove Science Whoa. is just
0: reminding me of like infectious grooves or like uh, what the fuck is the band after Sepultura? Infected Mushroom. Yeah, or Infected Mushroom. <laughs> Cavalier? Can
3: infected. No, no. Soulfly. Yeah, that Soulfly. crazy. Like EDM, Wango yeah, gro- or whatever. Groove it's
0: Science sounds like fucking Soulfly shit. Like, yeah, this is like.
3: Yeah, like right, like it's like Ratamahatta or whatever. I like whatever. though that they're, they're you playing
0: know, with G Love and Special Sauce.
4: Like, but like after all these years, they finally gave the fans what they were looking for how they freaking make these songs. How they, how they, how and they I, freaking do it. I think that's it. what's
2: so apparent about why this band kind of never got too much bigger because, like, with, like, Iron Maiden, you had songs that had, like, some sort of depth with, like, with uh, Bruce in the band... And even without him, like, there was a little more depth to them.
0: They do some storytelling, uh, which is cool. Exactly, yeah. that's
2: what's so, that's what's interesting. So you, you either got to tell, you, telling a story is important, especially when, if it's more personal and stuff like that, and I feel like Metallica kind of does that. Well, Metallica had, the
0: uh, like, an angsty component that not a lot of metal bands had, which and, seems standard now, because lots of metal bands have done that. But sense, that was but a newer in, thing. Back then it was new, yeah. And
2: Slayer, you know, really kind of ramped up the, satanic demonic being elements scary, yeah <laughs> being,
0: <laughs>
4: being a little scary. scary
2: and i i really can't speak for the other ones um because i don't really
4: listen to the early thrash metal bands I mean, too anthrax
0: much. made the song i'm the man those are good lyrics i'm a, a, a man i
4: mean made a goddamn song with public enemy pubic right. enemy
2: but yeah th- there's there's just no substance to them so like it totally makes sense that like with these bands, there's nothing, there's not much to, to stick to.
3: If I could yes, just get a couple more thoughts on this, right? We can move on to the next one, please. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, I think, you up. know, the drumming, obviously, you know, it's all a yeah, little, little overactive, like usual. As the as fills. A of the the
2: fucking Is this the one where just, we noticed the fills being, like, way off, like, way No, that up?
3: was, I believe that was the uh, Back to Basics Oh, album. okay, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, you know, obviously, like, they were definitely still, it's like, it's, like, weird, it's, like, heavy, but it sounds like it's being made by, like, people who, you know, yeah, it's like, 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 older heads who, like, they can't really play, like, (laughs) like, like they're, like,
4: physically incapable of achieving what they want, you're saying? Well,
3: I mean, no, they can, like, play fast, but it just, like, sounds weird. You know they don't really—they're like like not really the,
2: grasping like what they're doing. Yeah, they would make a song yeah. called death metal. Yeah, they're not—they're not like fully committed to like the band. No,
3: and it's just also like the 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 uh, production on this record does not help it at all. It's just—it sounds pretty bad. I would actually say it's probably one of their worst sounding records. I mean, they—they
2: they, should have just not have done because they—they do this a lot where it's like here's like three albums in like four years, and it's like what if you just did one and you just had yeah, one better
3: it's like just right, album? like you know like the, make the songs like actually be like you know really but good but that goes against
4: like their overall well I'll say lips cuz it's really lips who steers the ship of like anything that we do is consecrated ground like you should understand yeah. that like this is worth being public like yeah. It doesn't matter what, what the f- like. They're just like, yeah, we had breakfast and we wrote a song about it. Like that's time, that's an Anvil
3: classic. I feel like
0: they've got a kind of throwaway ethos, kind of woven into their uh, their heavy metal fabric here, or a small plot blanket is kind of what it feels well, like at this point. But it's they true. Uh, like
3: it, like if you think about it, right? It's like how many songs do you think they like play from these raggars live? Like now, do well, I it, can't imagine. It's like, the
0: mindset anything. of like being like a. A bar band, or just a band that's focused on playing live and writing like crowd pleasers. Like, if you're doing that, then like doing like a genre exercise, like fake death metal song, can work because the people in the crowd they're just hanging out are like, oh, they're doing like death metal oh, they're now, heavy like, song, you know, like, bro. And uh, it, whereas if you're like listening it on a record, you're gonna scrutinize a little more, You're gonna perceive it that, differently.
4: And that actually would make sense to how you, if you zoom out and look at this band, it's like. They're, how do I put it? It's like they're, they have like, they're devoted, but they lack confidence because they've yet to see the success that they think they deserve, and so what that has caused in them is to grab at anything and be like, all right, well, let's try this thing. You're right. Let's it- do this then. Maybe this'll be our, uh, what's the word, like, Yeah. the magic touch or whatever. And I to would.
0: your earlier point, that is very like childlike. That's like what you do when you're trying to like make your parents happy.
4: Yeah, or impress kids mm-hmm. by lying about yes, like totally yeah yeah yeah.
2: <laughs> or your coworkers when you're an adult man. My record deal my <laughs> record love, deal
0: it goes to <laughs> like, a different school. Uh, <laughs> I love
3: when my coworkers <laughs> I like you're telling like you know your your grandparents. My got like my get, my guitar
4: got bit by a shoulk when I was on family a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's
2: why our tour is canceled like my <laughs> Yeah,
0: it's like oh yeah, we wrote a song about this real life incident where I fought a stingray and won. Like that sounds like an <laughs> I
2: anvil didn't lyric. die. But like, like Steve but the thing Wim. is, well, how anvil would do it, it'd be like walking into the ocean, and then, then it, it would, it would describe like ray. going into the ocean and like seeing it and like. Th- then that's it. you know what it is. is that's, no that's all they end. do. You know here. what you're getting
4: at? You're getting at what I think is actually a, the the crux of the issue with them is, it's all real time. There's no introspection. It seems that then gets there's no relayed. there's no
2: conflict. There is that's absolutely true too, no it's conflict really to point. any of their lyrics. And like seeing people on like online be like, oh, why is everything like with media? Like why does stories have to have conflict? There should be less conflict in stories. That is the whole purpose of a fucking story. So if you don't, if you have, don't
0: a, have a story, how else are you going to create a beginning, middle, and end? That? That's fucked. Exactly. <laughs> are
2: people really saying people that? People have fucked. said that before, and it's like you're right. Not everything has to be. Now I will, I will appeal to their, to their instinct in that. Like, yes, you're right. Not everything has to be Marvel level. This villain no, is not only be. going to kill everyone, but is eradicating, genociding every single person in the universe. It doesn't always have to be that way. No, conflict but doesn't have
0: to be world-ending. Liter- literally, the idea of like there is a. Uh, everything's fine and then there's a problem and then it's resolved and things are somewhat fine again that is literally like the bedrock of all storytelling throughout human history if people are if people seek to erase that that you're talking about erasing a fundamental part of our psyche and and i mean they have it right there in front of
2: them they've had it right there in front of them for the last 20 years anvil the band unfortunately yeah
0: it is a good story so that what's how many fucking albums did they do before this movie? What I think there's two more. Two or three more. There's just two more, yeah. So They're what's prolific. the next two?
3: Next one is Still Going Strong, which came out in 2002. On uh, Oh, I should also mention that the this period, uh, the previous one, this one, and the one after were all put out on does Massacre it look like records? Were they on
2: like a couple labels? Wasn't there like another one from like Europe doing it too or something? I think like
3: that's that? that's the European label. Oh okay, man. Yeah, you, like
4: you said sport. it's called Still Going Strong? Yes.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah I I you know, I can't avoid But hearing well, you, this. you actually you know what it's in reference to because there's a song Still Going Strong on the record. And they're like talking about like uh rock, rock and roll. Oh. Period. I thought they were going to talk <laughs> They're going big with the concept. Cuz but it sounds like it's like
4: I can't escape this feeling that they're just like screaming oh, well, into the like the like the like the, into the yeah, void. I mean, like no one is asking if you're still like. It's like when bands locally well, are like this triumphant been,
3: return, and like no one cared that you left. I kind of feel like this must have been like a pretty angry period in uh, Lips' life because I feel like on the last one and this one, there's like a bunch of. You know, there's at least like two or three songs where it's like the whole like, the you're not going anywhere, yet, like fuck the critics, like that kind of shit. Okay. Like, but the still going strong. It's funny they got the they got the nerve to like come, like put their names up there with like Jimi Hendrix and like the Rolling Stones and Black Sabbath. Can and I hear? Do you
4: have those lyrics?
3: Yeah.
1: Hold oh, on for fuck's sake, that's
4: See, crazy. See, this is this is the constant tug of war of me where I'm like, Oh, they have humanity and then I then I will, and then Lips writes lyrics and I'm like I, will oh, always, I hate them.
2: I will also say that like any for and this is for anyone that's playing as plays in a band plays in a band, is looking to maybe play in a band. Uh, anytime you have to list things off bad
5: bad but it's like an scrap inter- it. Destroy it. <laughs> I don't know, it, throw man. What way. about
0: what about we didn't start the fire or that R. E. M. song?
3: Oh, uh, it's the end of the world as we know no, it. No, are Bernstein. Those, uh, those, damn, are, those kind of
0: And you're not too. Billy Joel. If you're writing a song, you're not Billy Joel. Yeah, you know? Billy
2: Joel. Yeah, yeah a, a, Billy Joel's And that's like a good song regardless. Yeah. Like, I think uh, if you change the lyrics. I mean, I don't know. I kind of like that song. I, don't I mean, even, I don't Billy fuck Joel with, is just, the penis. I, I don't you know,
0: fuck with like Billy that? Joel that's, at all, but I like you know, that song. That you
3: guy, know, that guy eats diapers. A fun I'm sorry. <laughs> fun song. <laughs> like you can him get mad in Russia. Oh, I don't. I just hate that. It's like. He, like, I hate his songs. They're all annoying as fuck. And it's like, oh, like, guaranteed, like, a bunch of old losers. Like, and a preeminent prick oh, strict, towards
1: his backing yeah, uh, bands. strictly
3: just, Strictly 80s Joel cover band.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds horrible.
3: But, uh, yeah, here's, here's these lyrics. Yeah. Dick Dale, sure could wail. Haley, rock the clock. Chuck and Holly... Good golly, Miss Molly. It was for the rock and roll. Oh my God. Beatles, Stones, Innovative Tones. Burned his, Hendrix burned his guitar, Acid Rock. What a shock. Adolescence of rock and roll. Parents said it's wrong. Don't listen to the Devil's song. Critics said it won't last long. After 50 years, still going strong.
4: So, yeah, they are putting themselves in the yeah, pantheon. Like,
3: Priest and Maiden came along. Anvil makes a metal song. Like a club that you belong, here we are still okay. going strong. Okay, so here's my take right away. They are
4: lips, This and this is lip, classic lips. <laughs> classic <laughs> lips. Classic lips. He is creating this airtight narrative that is, like, so full of delusion because it's this. I get it, though, because it's like a coping mechanism that all of us are guilty of doing at some point or currently or we stop and then we do it again just to get through trials and tribulations where you're just like, right. it's not that bad, but he's doing it on a level of, like, it's, like, serious grandeur. Like, yeah, serious yeah. fucking grandeur. Those
0: lyrics made me feel like I'm in, like, like a catatonic state now. <laughs> I, I feel fucked up. What's the, what's the cover of this? The good golly and the part cover? is, like, horrendous. Like,
3: what? The cover of this album, it's, like, a, it's a statue of a guy, like, holding an anvil up on his back. You like know, Atlas, oh, like yeah, Atlas. okay, I remember. I've seen, yeah. Yeah, I've seen And then there's, like, bad. lightning behind them, and it looks crazy, bro. Any, but uh, Any other notable songs on this? Um, The first song, it, 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 the intro to it, it has, like, a cool, weird, like, clean guitar thing. It's kind of it's pretty misleading because it's, like, they play, like, this weird shit, and it's like, oh, like, uh, you know, wonder where this is going to go, and then it's just kind of, like, oh, you not know. great.
1: Like, you think yeah. maybe it'll oh, be, like, you a know sincere where it's song? Go.
3: What's that? Like it, it? almost seems like it might set up
4: for a sincere song. Finally.
3: Yeah, but then it just kind of turns into like. Or like them trying to do great. something different. Good for Good golly, ones. Miss Molly.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and be,
3: like not
1: not
2: again not to be not to constantly fucking hit this band over the head with an anvil, <laughs> um, but like they don't do uh, anything different really.
3: Another thing I do want to bring up that's funny there is a there is like a drum solo, um, on on well, the track list. God. I'd well, rather oh, listen
2: to the agoraphobic nosebleed drum solo. Well, and yeah, because that would
3: actually probably be, like, you know, programmed really good. Have you not heard that before? The, uh, the No. There is one, yeah. <laughs> it's so That's stupid. That's funny. It, it's really funny. But, uh, it's funny in, the, in yeah. the concept, mostly. And then, you know, just, like, a whole lot of, like, there's a song about weed. The thing gotta,
0: is, after watching this movie, I'm thinking about fuck, how, like... Man. The lyrics would be so much better if Lips just wrote about his actual mundane everyday life and his frustrations. Here's, here's. But he's still caught in this mindset of like you can't do that or you shouldn't do that well, or metal bands don't do that.
3: Like look at listen to these lyrics in this in the last song on this record, Defiant. Uh, against the Grain is where I go. A rebel cause is all I know. A social misfit is on the loose, making the life that I choose. Again, terrible like the syllables. But don't But at add the you. very those, least, like it's can more st- yeah. relatable. Those are the least yeah. bad Anvil lyrics. Nothing I've heard can stop so far. me. I do it my way. No one can blame me for being this way. I'm defiant, defiant. And, and then, better yeah. than average for him. The but. masses are asses. A bunch of fools. <laughs> 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 man.
0: boy, man, these man. guys. These but, guys.
3: Honestly, like this is another. Pr- it's like this sounds like a demo. Yeah. yeah. Um, just very. Very amateurish. I will. I will say too. Like as it's an to interesting go back to what it's I was like an early two thousands aesthetic. Well, it feels it's like really they're almost like
4: trying to cut a single with every song, and then they just like throw it all. Like, yeah. They they're like literally just throwing shit at the wall to be like, all right, maybe this one will fucking stick. They
3: don't. They don't seem to be able to like
4: take too long in writing, because in, in no. the
3: right. This is this only came out uh like like a little bit. It was like a little bit over a year after. How many their tracks is it? Album. Ah, uh, this is ten tracks.
2: Like so going back to what I was saying, like you have uh a band like Slayer, like let's let's amp like we have, you know, uh Show No Mercy, solid heavy metal album. Yeah. And then they ramp it up on the you know, they got haunting the chapel, Life and Dead, um uh Hello Aids. they're kinda ramping stuff up on that album. They're like song long longer songs. they only seven songs on that And record. then they write
0: a bunch of like scary pop songs and that's Rain and Blood.
2: Yeah, really fucking fast. They they amped it up. And yeah. so you with Metallica, I think. Yeah. Metallica did that too where they were like amping like up and like expanding. Um, not just in terms of like songwriting, but like also in terms of like lyrical content and stuff like that. And, and like Metallica themes.
0: Ex- expanded to the point of becoming bloated, of course, as is often the case. I mean, yeah. The, the I, quintessential I, example, I would say, is like with The Clash, where first album is like very pretty raw punk. Then second album, the, a little more rock and roll, better production. London Calling is like a masterpiece. And it was a double album. Hard to pull off, but they did it. Then they decided to do a triple album, which is not something they should have done, and that was a big mistake.
2: I mean, in trouble combo threes. No one should do a triple album. No,
0: you should not do a triple album. They had to. Combat rock is good, but that's because they dialed it way back again.
2: But Anvil never seems to do that. Like also with like Iron Maiden. You know, they like expanded their sound. They become yeah. like more
4: theatrical. They come,
2: they have like longer fucking like and songs. And you know what's kind of
4: wild about that? If you want to talk, because I'm a very big Maiden head. of a big Maiden. Uh all right. So that the album Brave New World, which was sort of like their like riff, that was like their comeback. Yes, yeah, exactly. It was the first that one was one their Bruce that Dick was their like yeah. fuck and. I still hold this opinion. It's one of their best records, and if not, one of their more faster and heavier records. Like, it has a more, like, somehow they, same thing with, like, Painkiller, dude. Oh, yeah, dude, right, right. Judas Priest comes back with a more intense record.
3: That well, yeah, usually they, doesn't happen.
0: They had gone soft after that, well, remember? That was after we, Turbo Lover. That was after the two kids tried to kill
3: themselves and, like, All right, didn't gone. we have What's a theory this? about that?
2: We'll have to do a whole episode on that. We'll
0: we'll do the Dream Deceivers episode another time. It's a good documentary. But about But yeah, that, they, whole that
2: happens. They put out this crazy fucking sick heavy metal record, and then what's his face left after that?
3: Oh yeah, Helford. Yeah.
2: So it, got, it just seems that they never like they're defiant. Th- they are defiant in that they never like some of these other bands like just have this fucking flame under their ass to like really fucking push them but that's
4: because i think lips again it goes back to lips is like ego dude like th- that and just
2: like their roots kind of maybe because again they
4: were playing in the band in the mid 70s well it is again it's
0: very it is childlike it's like he can't he doesn't have the sort of he's a great performer and we'll get to that but he doesn't yeah. have the pathos of like an artist where it's like uh, what, what was the there's a great thing David Lynch said about art where it's like you have to go deep and that's where the real like beasts of your psyche are. You got to fish. The, like The big fish are deep in the waters. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Anvil. It's like they are trying to catch as many minnows as possible. And they're, and they're too scared. They're too scared to go deep and catch like the big fish that they've been waiting for. And it's like you kind of have to man. I mean, at least if I mean, some people go fishing for minnows and they become fucking millionaires anyway. Life isn't fair, obviously. But. For the most part, if you want to make something enduring and something that is like people are going to care about, and that includes record label executives, you got to go deep, and they 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 never that's something they never did.
2: Would have been would have been sick if they they, uh, they put out these first those first three records, and then due to support, what happened they like kind of like take a while off, and then they kind of come back and they like just went a little harder. On themselves.
0: Yeah, and had Lou Reed do lyrics and vocals. Actually, honestly. And the album's called Lulu.
2: That would probably be way Jesus. sicker. That, that
0: would be so much sicker, because they would be trying harder than Metallica. Absolutely. Least.
3: They would have, yeah. That
4: Lulu shit.
3: Well, speaking of getting back to the roots, like you said, Tyler, they're next down their 2004 album. Back to the basics. Featuring and, Questlove. I'm doing. The, the Tyler's doing Stink Face. I'm, I'm doing. Not in a good way. It's like this. Oh right, they know what that this meant.
2: this album. I've heard this. This
3: album is bad. Again, it's just like why. It's like why does this sound like a demo? And like, dude, lips sounds like oh, easily defeated. one of his most like. He almost like I don't want to say defeated isn't the word, but very like he sounds tired. Yeah,
0: imagining like him as Neil Young because Neil Young has that sad voice. He has yeah. a good sad voice, but. I would love to hear Lips Cudlow perform the song Hey, Hey, My, My. Rock yeah, and could. roll will never die.
3: Wow. Yeah, right. harder <laughs> to burn out
2: than it is to bust, as some might say.
3: But, yeah, like um, demo quality recording yet again. Classic. It seems to be a Massacre record specialty. <laughs> you know, that budget is probably uh, not got, that. They got 500. That budget got me. We, we have 500 francs for you two Frank spans. <laughs> what
0: the fuck is Massacre Records again? It's the that's one like where it's German. all these, like,
3: terrible
4: fucking, like.
0: I think they, that's, like. That's all I need to hear. German and all those. They terrible, put like, a, Yeah, know you know, it's it like
3: old school black thrash metal, like that kind of like stuff. Like operatic pirate like, metal and shit. Yeah, there's, like, it's like a bunch of, like, there's a bunch of cornball shit. They've got
0: a running wild picture disc where it's an interview with them, that kind of thing. Yeah. An interview picture disc. They use, a lot or of like
3: inequality. CGI flames I
0: would buy that record but yeah but
3: the cover's terrible too they put like that weird like w- a wild west the sepia. sepia yeah sepia- it's like the yellow like but it's like a guy working in like a workshop with an anvil
4: yes there yeah. is an anvil at least there, there's and, an, like, an anvil on every cover an, now on I then, have on, to know
2: and on this one like the guy's face is like photoshopped weird and then there's like uh an uh like an aura A light on like the fire it, there's some very obvious photoshop
4: like things on this
2: album that just make it look like dog shit
4: yeah i see what they should have gone with is a pen and pixel uh anvil cover that, that would have
3: been just
2: had some like fucking 19 year old draw something cool
3: another uh the uh, funny lyrics on this album uh the second song or er, the second song in yeah is about uh maintaining an erection Keep it up. Okay. Keep it like up. a very, uh, an extremely lifeless vocal performance. Uh, it's really fun, yeah, because the vocal, the chorus he's just like, keep it up, keep it up, like <laughs> not up, sounding, not, up. Up. not sounding like he's like very little conviction behind. Yeah, that's what, what that's why I think.
2: I think he said he sounds defeated to a degree because it's like How could he not be at this point? All right,
3: let's do this. Right, like, this would have been this was their twelfth album. Like at the I'll time. put it this
4: way. I think if the cameras are on lips, he will put always put on a show that he's fine. And the minute that a camera is off him, it's Oh yeah. Phew. Because like, dude, how are you how could you not be so spiritually exhausted at this point? Well, he it's
0: he funny because... Maybe he should have been like a comedic actor or something. I don't know. Maybe.
2: Who knows? It's funny because around this time, not too much, a couple years after this, is pretty much when the documentary starts.
3: I think they started... looked like they started filming it in like maybe... It was like 2006, 2007 It or had something.
2: to have been because... Anvil, the story of Anvil, premiered on at the Sundance in, 2000, in like January 2008. So they were... Had obviously been, re- been re- filming probably 2006 or so, and the album "This Is 13, came out in 2007. I yes, believe. so so and that, that came was, out before the movie. then. and that was self released. They released it themselves. Yes, they were, which
3: is insane because they paid that dude what like what was it? Fifteen thousand. It pounds. was 12, twelve to fifteen
4: thousand pounds, which at that time we could convert it. I think it might have been double. Almost, almost double. Straight almost
0: to re- double. To record them?
3: Yeah. Yes.
4: Because
3: I mean, they say have th- Canadian money, too. So that different I will, say, might be these, different now, I will well. say
4: the
2: Canadian dollar was much stronger back then. Yeah,
4: but these, it's still pounds.
2: These motherfuckers should have
0: been self-releasing before that. And, like, actually, then they could keep the money from the modest number of releases that they fucking made. And just, like, their wives put up a, with enough bullshit anyways. Just make one of them deal with the administrative stuff of the band like yeah it's, she'll do it i don't know train your kid to run your er, myspace it's page like, <laughs> lips
3: get your business your business uh businesswoman sister to or get do your it. uh con artist friend who runs the oh, yeah, uh sunglasses
4: loose. selling
3: oh
2: yeah cut loose
0: oh, we'll get to cut well, we'll yeah loose we're in getting in ahead of ourselves let's, yeah, take, yeah, yeah, uh, let's take a, a quick movie. break and then we'll come back and talk about the movie all right sounds good
2: Hey listeners, it's me, one of your hosts, Tyler Hammer, and I'm here to tell you about Syrup Head Recordings. They have a wide selection of stuff to choose from, not only on the label side, but the distro side too. Uh, very recently, they got some new pickups from Scapegoat, including the 7-inch and LP, Hatred Surge's Human Overdose LP, as well as the Left Overdose Flexi, and Iron Lungs' Sexless No Sex LP. Those are some great fucking incredible releases. And I think if you are a fan of fast and heavy music, they absolutely belong on your record shelves if you do not already have them. So if you're missing one of those, pick it up. You can also check out what they have on the label side coming soon with uh, releases like Live on Long Island by Hit Run Drivers. Big shout out to Chad. As well as Beauty Meets the Maggots by Maggot Vomit Afterbirth. Uh, if you are a fan of Goregrind, they hail from Austin, Texas, and even if you're just mildly interested in the genre, I, they're one of my favorite, like, newer bands, and I absolutely think you should check them out. Go to syruphead.storenvy.com to check out what they have to offer, find something that I just mentioned... Find something that you're familiar with, pick up something that you've never heard of before. Maybe check out a link, you know, maybe surprise yourself. I always like to do that. Find something I'm familiar with, you know, go with something I've never heard of before. Surprise myself. Wanted to also mention that on July 30th, Bethpage, New York, Long Island, for those that probably don't know, Barely Breathing Fest will be happening. Uh, That is a fest presented by the 48th Cut, Baby Chico Records. And our sponsor, Syrup Recordings. We have a myriad of bands that have been announced already, including Sulfira Cautery, Moisturizer, Maggot Vomit Afterbirth. Hey, remember them? Mental Abortion, Charcuterie, Blemish, and Holy Grinder. July 30th at Mr. Beery's in Bethpage, New York. Check it out. It's going to be a fucking sick fest. Lineup is already loaded. What more can you ask for? Peace. Know, I don't know if it got you, but uh,
0: we'll have to check. I, You know, I left the room for maybe a minute and a half, and, and I come back, yeah. and there's a uh, let's do an episode about our favorite white rappers. Not, I we didn't say know like
2: favorite. I just, just said no. white
4: rappers.
2: We were talking about there's a picture I saw where it was when you're the Grand Wizard of the KKK in the most racist competition, and,
4: and a Tom McDonald <laughs> fan walks in. the picture's like, <gasps> <laughs> So I was saying it would be cool to <laughs> do what we could sad. amass a list well, see, that's, of white that's rappers listen to, to that, them.
3: Like, that's, that would be, would, are there be people, something. are there people out well, there who would admit to like being a Tom McDonald fan? Oh, oh yeah. Oh dude, dude, I remember some guy I remember one of my some guy I worked
2: with being just like I was talking about Rav and like he said like there's this guy who's like saying a lot of crazy stuff, you know, and he's really good and I was just like I literally went, Let me stop you there is it tom mcdonald and he went yeah and i was just like yeah. no <laughs> no yeah, please don't play i'm that. like talking about like fucking uh i don't know up uh, rap black people rap good rap you know not like black people don't like me rap which is tom mcdonald let uh, he is also canadian so this does tie into anvil he may actually be a the biggest crybaby. need if Tom McDonald got a um He was like a failed pro wrestler, I'm pretty was sure he? too. Oh, yeah. He is a big guy. Um, if he got his documentary about like why he never reached success, I mean that's that's why he makes those I'm can oh, you are gonna cancel me. But he did songs. achieve success. He's like making it. Exactly. That's off what's music. that's what's ironic about it, is that like all his songs are like well, because he's Nobody in social likes media me shit. and everybody canceled me and guess what? I'm white and I can't say the N word and it's like 18 million views and every comment is like yes tom i love saying i feel know, the way I, I feel the, that's same, like way. the point, same way it's like
0: the point we were getting at her. i mean he's doing that as a bit i don't think he's sincere but oh no
1: oh, tom,
2: mean, that, which is the opposite of anvil who is sincere and maybe tom mcdonald gives some of your streams over to anvil
0: but like like i said desire I is say. always the root of suffering cuz like maybe he's a little bit sincere tom mcdonald probably does deeply as deeply as lips Cudlow or anybody wish he was more famous and more successful wish that he
3: was a black
2: man i guess i think tom mcdonald is smarter in that he's able to like manipulate his hate for him into a create a fan base he's savvy savvy but like let's be honest he probably wishes that he didn't have to do that and it's like this is just how i am i don't want to work a normal job i do have to complain about like the fact that I am a, a cracker, I guess. Yeah, hopefully right. we don't get banned. <laughs> hopefully we don't get banned Yeah. For yeah, that. I, hopefully um, not. That's <laughs> awesome. Um,
0: so to get to um, the Anvil movie, which I just watched. I literally just watched it today, so this is all pretty me fresh too. in my mind. Connor uh, joined me Almost three times coffee. I think I watched it. So, Tyler, you might be the best qualified to walk us through this sort of sequence of the movie. I don't know if you want to do that yeah, or not, well, and we can chime in with our thoughts
2: when it appropriate. It starts... With a, a concert, yeah, I believe, 1984. We're in Japan, you know, the, Nippon, as some may say. And the three there, of the biggest selling metal acts. There are there's a there's a concert with some incredible metal bands from around the world, all playing in Japan. Scorpions, all of the bands, Scorpions, except White the Snake, Bon Jovi, yeah. yeah, and anvil anvil and it says all the bands went on to sell millions of albums and except huge, for one except for one and that was anvil which is bizarre and that's a wild point to start your the, for the sure it, video yeah. off with it spun me right off
0: the back because there were like i at first i was like oh well no one's gonna know them there but there were japanese people with like anvil signs and yeah. shit um
2: and then it goes to i believe the couple interviews with some
4: people with some slash Yes Scott Ian yep. L- Lenny Len- Lemmy
3: Lenny. I think you just Lenny. said Lenny Tom Araya Which was also funny to see Yeah, yeah. that and was And then I think that was it Lars Oh Our yeah Lars.
4: Lars Our Lars. So, so
3: the biggest defender
4: So some The real Some who's who Of you know Some PLS's. who's who Of yeah. represent,
3: reprehensible people of, uh, Yeah I was <laughs> um, I like
4: right, Lenny uh,
2: and so we're hearing from them talk about this band. Who was the guy? There was a guy from like a metal magazine too. It was a oh, British Dome. journalist. Yeah, oh, from
0: uh, Metal Hammer. Yeah.
2: Um, I've heard him before. I, I've seen him before. If there was one album. They got
4: the ball rolling. <laughs> metal. metal Metal.
3: Metal It's like. Mm, are you sure? Right. It's that? like what the fuck? He's like acting like, like they invented the uh, genre. But, but here's
4: the crazy part about that. I have to interject real quick because I was astounded when I was hearing this for the first time. It's. Not that Anvil had a, such a big budget that they could hire uh, guns to be pointed at these guys' as head to say this shit. Yeah. These were,
3: like, earnest responses. Yeah, like, Lars Lars was actually sincere about it. Yeah. All there of them a, were. There is a
2: 30-minute conversation with Lars Ulrich about Anvil. It's I have to watch. I watched, like, 10 minutes of it. It's pretty interesting. So that kind of blew he my mind.
0: similar things, that this was, like, a yeah. trailblazing kind of band? He
2: mentioned that there was, like, a radio station. I forgot what it is. And, like he first heard them in, like, 82 or something like that. Yeah. And maybe 81, 82, and it was just, like, it was one of those things where it was just like, oh, whoa, what is this now, you know? Like, it was kind of, like, a big deal to a degree. Now, obviously, you had Motorhead, you had Iron Maiden, you had Juice Priest still, but, like, it does seem that all these bands did have, did hear this and go, huh, wow, that's interesting. The lane
4: wasn't congested yet, so that, you know what I'm saying Like the, Hearing an anvil band Is going to be big For the fact that There's not A slew of them Well and yeah. in
0: The song Metal On Metal specifically We characterize the riff As bad And I would still say It's not good But it's It is an ugly Like Dissonant Kind of sounding riff And like To us it's not good Because we've heard Like lots of bands Do ugly Dissonant sounding riffs Since then We have too
4: much context We have too much
0: context And we've heard people Do it better Like in 1982 like i don't know judas priest and like maiden and bands like that weren't writing riffs that were that ugly sounding and i no. would imagine for a tom mariah or lars or any of those people they would probably heard it and did the like screw face like oh, this, that's nasty like that's what the fuck is this and like i i kind of get it it's just like but it's like as soon as you're presented with that notion that like way that you can make your music sound with that as a starting point, you can immediately do it better than them if yeah. you have any, if you're any of those people.
4: And you brought up, you you kind of honed in on the Scott Ian one too, because he yes. said he what what did he basically say? He,
0: Scott Ian was like, when we heard Anvil metal metal on metal, like it was. He said that he, they thought it was great, but he also crucially said, we all said to each other, you know, if we can't do this better than these guys do, then we should just hang it up, we should just quit. Which is like, well. You're right, and you did, and now you're you didn't quit, and you're very successful. So there I you think go. I think that's the best Ian. thing.
2: That's like the sec- maybe one of the better things a band can kind of do. Because I mean, like uh, with me, like local bands that I saw had that impression on me. Yeah, it was, my, it was like I want to be like at least as good as that.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, and and I guess Anvil did that. for, They also they talked about during this same sequence. I think they were kind of juxtaposing it with a lot of live footage of them, both from back in the day and nowadays. Uh, Slash spoke highly of Lips' live performances, where he plays guitar with a woman's vibrator.
3: Yeah, that mm-hmm. seemed to be a big, big uh, talking point for these. Like, like a, yeah, that's why it was so good. They were objectifying women. They liked his, when they played. Well, objectifying the
4: objects thing.
0: of women. <laughs> he's just like a pervy, funny clown. Yeah. He wears like a yeah, fucking top hat.
3: Yeah, they took they took a picture of him and his dicks out. Not Lips. Lips doesn't wear a top hat. No, I was no, just saying. You might have been. Like cool. about Slash, Slash wears a fucking Slange. top hat.
0: But but I will say, watching the footage of them live, Lips is like he is a great showman. He is he's got the good face for showman. it, where yeah. it's
4: like bugging out all the time. He's got those bugged out eyes, and
0: even in recent years, in his fifties or whatever, like he's getting down on his knees playing. He's going back and forth on the stage.
4: Like he he is a born performer. Yeah, he doesn't have that bloated Vince Neil thing yes, going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's not
2: he's, he's not like um, Mickey Mars. Um, No, a statue man who looks like a mummy. He's engaging. He's
4: an engaging. It's almost like they and I said this earlier, but it's like it's like they were like like Anvil was this sacrificial blueprint band for every other band to just springboard off of. Yeah. To be fair to Mick Mars, though, um, he does have a medical condition.
2: I just don't want
3: to disparage. Is is the medical is the medical condition? He looked Medusa in the eyes (laughs) and he turned to stone.
2: (laughs) No, unfortunately, I, I, hope, I, I wish, wish it was. was. I wish it was simpler than. I wish it was as simple as that, Tim. I wish, man. Yeah, as simple as looking at Medusa. Yeah, he looked at Medusa. Sorry, yeah, only, for, he like, her only for like only for like a half a second. It wasn't a whole second. No,
3: I think it's like if you look her in the eyes specifically, you turn into a, a statue,
1: man. I think it's so you,
3: know, you, you, you want to have sex with her. She's like, ah,
4: what about I was her say, snake the, hair? That brown like,
1: eye. Ah.
0: Is that why Steve from Grim Reaper didn't have any teeth, too? Is that, like, another thing Medusa does? Or That's what? just a or British thing. Just a British thing. Yeah, he Is just... Is that why he had to read his lyrics off an iPad when I saw him? That's also, also a British thing. Was, yeah. He
3: thing. Wanted... Did he, he have was... his leg when he, uh, when he saw him?
0: <laughs> I think he did have his leg, but he was sitting down.
3: Steve was going for the, the classic British look of um, wanting it to look like his tongue was in jail. <laughs> with all the missing <laughs> teeth and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Man, God but damn, we me.
2: go from there, from hearing about this band that shared the stages with the Titans of their time, to aged Steve Cudlow, I believe. He Steve Cudlow, it's lips is real. He's like an agent, Steve Cudlow, <laughs> an agent, Steve Cudlow. He is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, in his late forties, at the very least, if not maybe his early fifties. Late fifties, they said. Yeah,
0: and, and, it was his. They
4: had and, a show first. And has it, one of the, the most movie. bizarre monologues I've ever heard talking about. Oh, well, they they well the, the shepherd's pie. The shepherd's pie is on Wednesday, and then, and then, then the sometimes meatloaf. they do the pizza on the Tuesday,
3: and, and then next week they'll switch it. That pizza will be on the Tuesday, but then he, the meatloaf like, is the, on the shepherd's pie.
0: <laughs> so he delivers food to like.
3: The, I think it's like
0: school. Yeah, he yeah. delivers school lunches.
2: Yes. He does, yeah. He does like school lunches.
0: Well, we take that. the bananas it's, it's,
4: out every Monday. And it's joking aside. It's that that's as anyone can relate to it, unless you're the scion of some rich motherfucker. <laughs> it's skull drudgery work that we all do day in and day yep. out. So I'm like, okay, this is already giving me like some relatable, like relatable content. I fucking get it. I'm literally doing that right now. You know?
0: Yeah, and he... um, At this point in the movie, I would say you can tell he's not happy about his day job, but he's, like... He's keeping it together, I guess, as well as you or anybody would. Well, he's
4: using the band as or as art as the carrot in front of the wagon of, I got to keep moving because it right. gets yeah. me yes.
0: to do the thing I want to do. Now, the other side of that, though, that becomes clearer later, although I don't know if it's clear to him, uh, I not know what I'm talking about, I'm sure it is, is that doing that work gets in the way of you making it with your band because you don't have time or energy to fucking, like, do the things you actually have to do to make it in a band, which is a lot more than, like, just playing uh, kicking ass at the bar show. I which think the, also his do, 50th birthday show looked awesome. He was doing a great job, yeah. but
4: I, but I think also more, even more to the point, I think a big issue with lips is that there seems to be this notion in his head that like, it's all of his hard work and all of his devotion that just makes this band keep going. But no dude, you're like, it seems like he's like drastically overlooking all of the hardships that he's like, Putting on his family, his friends, and then all of the things that f- people are doing to financially prop him up to keep going. Yeah, yeah. Because because it's always oh, my hard work. My but no. But what about like the loans and the uh, not even just the finances, but the emotional loans? Right, the so like time the people lost with family here. and friends. So
3: like what if your son wants to go on vacation or your wife? It, that's
4: you a know, good point. right Yeah, yeah.
3: But okay, so a, confl- a a
4: conflicted human being, which that's compelling it is
0: yeah yeah I've struggled with this myself like I'm sure we all have like I don't know being an artist of any kind or a performer like if you want to work hard enough at it for it to be worthwhile for me because I'm not somebody and I don't think any of us are people who want to be like I'm in a casual cover band it's like
2: well I wouldn't be in a band at all I would sell my gear if I was going to
3: do that I'm in a casual cover band
2: what's uh you know to take uh what, what what are some what are some roses what is, what's your favorite part of this of this early this first? Did they go? When did they go to Europe?
3: Uh, that was like pretty early. Pretty early on. Movie, yeah. So
2: that was. They're they're going over their jobs and then, then they get show, an email from a well, witch lady. They get they have the fiftieth birthday party. Oh yeah yeah. They're having fun. Or we we, meet, we meet some loose. we meet some real Cretans called Cut Loose <laughs> and
4: uh, yeah. Mad Dog. And Mad Dog, which we talked about the song <sighs> Mad Dog last time so right, it's
3: like the, the You know they horrendous. remind me of.
4: Uh, They remind me of the two dudes in the bleachers at all the water boy, then the football (laughs) for the water boy. (laughs) Dude,
2: the Mad Dog. So they're singing the song like Mad Dog and Cut Loose are like like a shot where they're like singing along and like Mad Dog doesn't know the words. And yeah, Mad Dog doesn't know the words. He He has an additional six. He has an additional Uh, six. (laughs) <laughs> Suck, six, six thousand and sixty six. And it's like this guy's supposed to be a big fan, and they named the song after him. Jesus, and then Christ. he can't
3: even have he doesn't even have the goddamn and, common courtesy to fucking get the song. And I will right. say,
2: Connor, you brought up it's like, oh man, this band, it's like something happens in their life, and they just got to go, okay,
3: stop, we got to make a song about this. Th-
2: th- it does seem like that's what they do because they have a
3: song, they get into a car accident, and then it's like, like oh, oh, you gotta write a song. Like it's they a have a song called
2: Mad Dog. It's about that guy. So it's like, I don't really think they put that much effort into most of the music.
0: Well, that's that was to the the point I was gonna make a second ago. Like that is like if you are trying to balance music or art, music specifically, I guess, with having to with having a family and having to deliver kids' lunches for work or whatever. The part that it like. Having a weekend where you go play your songs and dance around and have some drinks, not a big deal. That is very much equivalent to, you know, going golfing or whatever. The part that's hard is the other part of being an artist, which is where you have to sit for six hours and work on writing a song and work on the work itself.
3: Try to sell sunglasses from a cretin. And I think these
0: I think Anvil probably in the first place didn't put enough attention into that part of being an artist. And now that they're old and they have to pay bills, they they can't.
3: I do think it is funny. They like write a song for that guy Cut loose. Wanted to say something else, but I mean, you know, I'm gonna be on my my best behavior. Instead of Cut loose, I was gonna say a naughty word, but
0: oh, okay, oh, okay. Well, we, but I think we'll you get you loose. get what I'm yeah getting yeah. At. So it's it's but we the, meet their yeah. stupid friends and then. Um, yeah, then it, the not Europe, too much longer after them they, going to Europe is where this really gets. Yeah, th- this is where the conflict comes in, yeah. as you yeah. noted. Yeah, they, the
4: where they get fucked at every turn. Well, so they get yeah. an
2: email from a promoter from a a witch lady, a, a, a witch woman, fucking from Italian
4: sorceress yeah.
2: <laughs> from. Well, he was gonna, say what you're gonna say.
3: I say, I'm just saying so they the get witch. an
0: email from, from some. Fucking uh, Italian uh, traveler Italian? witch woman.
3: Like, she was. She's like a goblin lady. I thought really she
2: was Romanian because wasn't that like the last show was like a big. The last show. The last show. So
0: I don't know for sure. I could. I should have looked but her up. Her up last
3: there. name was like uh, Adiata Gatuzy or so like something. So you know what? Though. She
0: she could be Romanian because as the name implies, uh, Romania does not use a they are a slavic people but they use a romance language yeah hence romania and the alphabet and everything so it's it's possible she's romanian Romantica. some of their words are similar but except their names usually end in i i it was a, whatever it doesn't matter they get an email from this fucking random woman
2: i love who's you. a big fan i love you
0: and she wants to be their european tour manager
4: she wants to uh european vacation into a green card and this
2: it's, is, yeah like a 40 day at least tour
4: it's five weeks, they said.
2: Five weeks, yeah. And
0: this weeks. is where it started to dawn on me that these guys... <laughs> this is where it started to dawn on me. <laughs> I I knew that these guys were kind of dumb or naive from listening to their music. I didn't feel in my soul how dopey they could be until they went on this tour with this woman, who, as far as I can tell, had no qualifications.
1: Except no. for saying, no.
4: I like you guys, which is the only qualification, it seems. The lips, and I'm going to keep referring to lips because... He is the one that is saying go on everything. The
0: drummer's along for the ride. The drummer is his yeah. friend. And then the he other two dudes are just
4: happy thing. to He's be more, around, I guess.
2: He, Rob's, Rob the drummer. So if you don't know, Rob and Lips are the two main components Best of the friends band. since Best like, friends since the 70s. Yeah. 19-dickety-two. Yeah. And they do talk about, like, the early years. You know, oh, you know, walk around. Oh, you and listen hear, to Sabbath. I'd hear, you know, music, cactus, and fucking, you know,
3: cactus and abba and, and, all, abba. Sorts
2: of bands. and grand, all sorts grand of stuff funk, they mentioned. grand funk coming influence. through this fucking house and then they met in the biology class or someone else and they linked grand up and palm. that's how they started you know um but i, I think that, that i don't know if this lady doesn't have any qualifications um it just it's not this is a we got to remember again this is a very different time so how can she there's no facebook there's no well, issue. I, t- I
0: could tell you how if you wanted to know if she had qualifications, they would have emailed back and say, okay, which other fucking tours did you book? How much did those that's bands true. get paid? Like that's uh, who do you know? Like standard shit. But that's, that's true. And
4: that that that's just testament though to their just like eagerness to be acknowledged at any level. Like yeah. the metric mm-hmm. Does not matter yeah, I think for at the, all for the
0: drummer who's a little more grounded. He might have just been thinking, "Well, going to Europe would be fun," and he's right. Yeah. yeah. Um Now, it, it, I think prior to the tour is when we get some family background on these guys, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes. Or was that a, yeah?
2: Around summer, I think uh, in the, within the first act. So uh, I would say yeah. I would say there's three acts in this. Um, the first act they go to Europe. Right. The second act they record the album, and the third act is they try and shop shop the album. This is uh, the album. This is 13. And then they end up play, and They play in Japan.
0: Yeah. So we learned in the first act that these were both uh, sons of Jewish immigrant
4: families. in They Canada. both were both yes, of them. Both. Yeah. I
2: know. His, I know Rob said his dad. His dad was a Hungarian Jew and yes. then moved yeah. to Canada
4: who was in Auschwitz. Yes. Yeah. Correct.
2: So I'm ho- I wonder if he is related to Louis C.K. because Louis C.K.'s father was a Hungarian Jew. He moved to
0: Mexico. to Mexico, though. Interesting.
2: So, what we need to find is a Hungarian Jew that moved to America, and, and we got the those. we got the triumvirate right there. They yes, should they yes. should start a band, actually. They
0: should start a band. Yeah. Wow. With but yeah, this I liked, and and on it, to be honest, like um, it, when they got to this part, I was like, oh, of course, Steve Lips Cudlow is Jewish. Like I should have known that. He, from like, and I'm not trying to be stereotypical or anything. I'm saying this very affectionately, like. Between the name and his like uh, body sense of humor and s- something about his face, I was like, "Oh, of course, it makes sense." Yeah, I, you know what it is? I would
2: never admit. I, I've I never thought of Cudlow as. I just thought it's just like one of those. Na- it's just a, a last name. No,
0: but it, you know what it is. You know What threw me off is that he's these. They're also Canadian. They're Canadian. I'm, I'm used to all of our stereotypes about Jewish people are actually just people from New York City or California. Um. Anyway the the contrast between these guys two backgrounds i think is really really revealing yes um lips's family you mean <laughs> You meet his brother, who's an accountant, and like his other brother, who's an endocrinologist,
4: and then and then a sister, sister who's like, like a, a businesswoman, business, vice vice or something. something. And they're yeah. all
0: just like talking. They're talking about him like he's fucking addicted to smack or something. Yeah, yeah. And they're
4: like, oh, he they're just, like he's just, living, he just, living in a flop house. Yeah, they're or like, well, oh, he just doesn't care about being rich. And like
3: being like, oh yeah, he'd rather live in poverty than his,
4: be successfully. And his uh,
0: his the way they talk about his parents is like. Something I've heard a lot of people say about immigrant parents and especially, especially like first gen Jewish immigrant families where like the pressure to be type A and be successful and get a good job was like it's beyond what you could even imagine. And that's what Lips Kudlow was subject, subjected to. And he never went for it and he rebuked. wanted to be a rock star. He rebuked yeah. it. And Which I, is
2: interesting because he kind of had that early on. I mean, dude, his fucking band went to fucking Japan and played with three other insanely huge bands around the time yeah
0: and his family thought it was stupid and it sucked back then too is the thing and i think he is probably very traumatized from his childhood oh for sure and even his like younger adulthood when he was relatively successful as a musician and probably got zero support from all of them
2: yeah i will say as someone who got and kind of received zero support from anyone in my family for playing music It does have an effect on you and you have like anyone that has a a sliver of support from a family member or other people uh, probably are marginally more successful to some degree than I or at least just emotionally less at least on on an emotional um, level because it's it's one of those things where it's like, well, I know I make someone happy. I know that my mom and dad aren't disappointed in me and to some degree. You know what yeah, I mean? It's,
0: it's nice to know, you know. Yeah, <laughs> at least they'll at least they'll be like, "Oh, that's cool," or they'll listen to it. They're yeah, not, like, exactly. Oh, oh, come, yeah.
2: we'll come to the show, you know. And it's like, There's, yeah, yeah, I that's know.
3: always funny.
2: <laughs> and like, cause it's like, it's like, oh, you'll come to the to a stupid b- bullshit high school thing that we do. As yeah, you go to my little brother's Little League baseball game. Every fucking game, but you can't come to, like, one concert. It's like, oh, I'm playing with, you know, these big bands, and you can't come. You can't come
3: Well, home. I don't want my ears to get cancer, so I can't
2: go. So my parents I don't,
3: showed want, up a, to a I don't lo-
2: want my smell to be uh, permanently destroyed.
4: <laughs> hey, understandable. <laughs> understandable. Uh,
0: yeah, my parents tried to go to a Love Pork show once, and they walked right out as soon as we started playing just solely because it was too loud. Nothing personal. Totally understandable. because yeah, yeah oh, Reiner's family. Reiner, yes. So the family,
4: his his dad was in Auschwitz, we learn. He is barely a jeweler. Yeah, barely made it. Like yeah. his his mom basically saying, he was a fighter. He did whatever he had to do in that camp to get that piece of bread. And like when you hear that, you're like, I don't need to hear any details of what that possibly could have yeah, entailed.
0: Lord knows. Yeah. You know.
4: So, but but then interesting enough. Reiner's dad, who went through all of that unspeakable fucking horror and hardship, gets to Canada and is supportive of his son pursuing basically anything that makes him happy. Yeah, he, yes. I mean, he, 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 his, Reiner has these fond memories of his dad just being like, well, if it makes you happy, go for it, man. So it's like the two different narratives of an immigrant story yeah
0: yes yeah and i i would like to i have to do some research into uh steve lips kudlow's family because i'm curious what their background is if if any of them were i mean i'm sure some of them were murdered if you if you're jewish like you have relatives that were murdered by pogromists or nazis that's like a a given but um i'm curious what his background is in contrast to that one because it is like the two of them as a pair it's like reiner is so much more just grounded i guess i guess he he yeah, I don't know. That that must have started. There a isn't as
4: much of a stake to make it because I think he is much more emotionally adjusted. He
0: doesn't have the dissonance that that Cudlow. Well, well has.
4: because Cudlow no. has the I have to prove it to everyone. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You know what? You're
0: That's right. Toxic as I've,
2: fuck. I kind of missed the whole. I guess I must have not even been paying attention during the um, the lips part of that because I remember the Rob stuff. I remember like him talking about like. Oh, look at this picture of me smiling! I barely do that, you know. Yeah, like when he's playing drums when he looks like he's like twelve or something like that. So,
0: so w- with all that in mind, they go on a European tour, and I, I want to—I do want to give Steve Kudlow a shout out for, like, si- throughout this movie, single-handedly dispelling the harmful stereotype that jewish people are good with money or shrewd <laughs> negotiators because he's neither. not true um although they he they do when we neither. the scene in the czech republic that we'll get to in a, just a
4: second oh, is oh, when he can I bring up on that sniveling little prick. no that's, that's in
2: Prague. yeah that's, yeah, that's czech, yeah. Is that in czech republic
3: shout yeah. out to okay. beating the fuck out I, out of whoever that, that was the coolest that, steve's
0: kudlow's ever been that
3: was
2: when awesome is, when, where was that Fast they played
3: that that was in what which one? The Transylvanian one? No, 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 not the land one. Or the no. first one. Well, the like first one. The first oh, that's one. in Sweden where they where they're punishing yes. uh, all those like famous rock I mean, musicians. So, yes, that so was they sad. they play yeah. they
2: play a Big Fast and it's they're in playing with a bunch of like bigger bands. And you do I do the thing that kind of I did like about this is that like you do see that like Steve is kind of like a kid there.
4: Absolutely, he's literally. Like, like, oh, like, look at you, it's
3: it's the scary guy from guy. *Twisted
0: Sister*. It's Tommy Aldrich, yeah, it's,
3: his yeah, hair it's, is the same. Right, he looks. It, he's scary He's going too.
2: Out and he's like trying to talk to these people. He talks to Michael Schenker. Yeah. *Oh, uh, you mean you
4: mean he talks at, at him?
2: Mike, at him. Yeah. Well, Michael Schenker's is also doing just is also he he became a mummy when he started talking to him, and it's he. It, he doesn't even well, like. his well, because Lips was like. Oh yeah, it. remember
3: I, I played with the with the woman's vibrator. With the
2: vibrator on the guitar, and he, he's just like, yeah, just
3: sitting. Oh, <laughs> him doing the. Oh, if I act like if I stand still, <laughs> he'll think I laugh. Well, it's like right? when I did.
0: <laughs> It's like when a bear is trying <laughs> to kill you. Well, I I have
4: anecdotal proof that that works because I didn't want someone to keep talking to me one time, uh, and so I faked being asleep on a curb. Outside of a house <laughs> and oh, she Chicago? stopped talking. To me. <laughs> yes, I can say it. Jim ex wife. Oh gee. Yeah. <laughs> she just was like punishing me and Tim and I literally was just like <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you have like a father over when your I, mouth. If you, he <laughs> if he <you see>
2: someone <laughs> No, never <don't> mind. <laughs> um so yeah, he's he, he is like a kid. He's going up, he's like trying to he's talking to all these people. He talked to some guy from Cactus and some other bands and he's just and he Everyone acted being, like a fucking cactus that he, he talked to. He is being well prickly uh, there's, there's and like, silent. There's a couple there. No, no one um, remembers him. Carmine,
3: a piece.
2: He, yeah, is, it the, is that the guy I'm talking about? Where Ooh, he's, the, he's like He's like, oh, you remember? Hair. You yeah.
3: were there in the Toronto, and there and was this... 30 years ago with Jenny, with Jenny Matherton, and he's and like that guy... this big girl. He wrote a song about it. That
2: guy is Again, like going <laughs> back to the. He can only write songs about something very mundane that he experienced. He wrote a song, <laughs> and this guy's just like. Like, I gotta, I gotta get go. Oh, okay, bud. <laughs> Talking to, out, like, to
4: geriatric school. people who are probably like, "Hey, shit myself. Oh, he looked fucked. But the
2: one person he does talk to is the guy from Twisted Sister, mm-hmm. who remembers him. Yeah, because they like, played together. He's like, our manager was like, I forgot who it was in Twisted Sister. He's like, our manager was like, you know you guys just got your fucking asses kicked by Anvil, right? And he's like, yeah. And they, he had, like, he knew, he, they had a friendly conversation. It yeah. was It was very nice, like... That guys, was very nice to see, guys. It,
3: somebody just dropped an anvil on D's head. He can't because play it, tonight. <laughs> it felt like, like he
2: that it's not all delusion. It's how, not all delusion. What they're yeah, what they're doing is how I kind of feel sometimes when like the cool guy in a cool band is like, oh hell yeah, hallucination realize is sick, or like hell yeah, leaking head is awesome, and it's like, oh this guy knows who I am. this guy likes what I'm doing. Like,
4: I, and that's
0: it, yeah. that, I mean that's you're right, Connor. That's what makes this movie kind of difficult is the fact that it is not all delusion it's
4: constant this constant tug of war
0: if he was strictly deluded if this was like a steven seagal like sitting down pretending yeah. to fight scenario yeah, it yeah. would just be funny but it's tough because it's like he does have something he just doesn't know how to use it and he's been surrounded by people that are not helping him figure out how to use it so yeah,
4: yeah it's because yeah, it's either in it's either the enabling of his pathology or the complete lack of any support. Yes. Yeah. There's yeah. no
0: there's no in between of like constructive criticism or anything. Um so the European tour starts out seemingly there's you know hint there's going to be trouble they're in paradise. They're stoked. Who wouldn't okay. be? They're well, stoked. It looks like they're performing well as they typically do.
3: Their first big problem is the day after the Sweden Rock Fest, uh they were they were supposed to take a train to their next stop yeah. and it was oversold and they couldn't they're, get yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right.
2: they're like we were going to buy tickets when we were here.
4: So then they had to taxi Basically to the next You go to Germany They're fighting
0: with this woman Who's in way over Their head Supposedly the manager And then The Prague show If I understood correctly She's at the venue She's trying to direct them there. They had to drive or take a bus or s- rent a car or some shit. Yeah, they
4: had like a truck. It was like a U tra-
0: haul, like, like, like a charter U haul, some
2: for a van, and they and, get there two hours late.
0: And the weird nerd who's like the booker there the is like immediately not happy. visibly miffed again yeah. in Prague, and fucking they're playing in some weird European club that looks like a cave. They play their whole fucking set, and yeah. they they rock out. They perform. People in the crowd not very many of them, but the people that are there they are seem into to it. Dig it.
4: Anvil number <laughs> one. They meet some Anvil. fans and they
0: and they crucially to note, like, they are the guy's miffed, but he has them go on stage and perform. They I
2: yeah I will say a thing that I saw a bunch in this that I loved is I think they did it in I think they played in the UK, right? They did it a couple of UK shows. I not I don't not think not on this, that tour. That was this, just yeah. Continental. Well year, I but think still. in the in europe there are like just big fat metal guys sitting down and just going like, oh that did happen. Always, yeah
3: yes <laughs> that, was, yeah, in, that sure. was in munich germany yeah that was yes. of course it's in germany
0: munich, munich was the show with like seven people there and like yeah, a yeah.
3: like a guy in a in an office chair with sandals with fucking sandals. sandals like uh, a, fuck a fuck despicable
0: Dude, german people love display. drinking 120 ounces of beer and, then, and wearing sandals that's what <laughs> back, they do
3: back at the prog show uh yeah they were gonna get paid in goulash Instead well, yeah. they—they're trying to figure out. So
4: you see, you see, Lips being like, uh, "So who—who's yeah, the owner to to get to get paid?" and they get directed towards this guy who uh his is face was blurred out blurred in the movie. Out He didn't and agree to be in this constantly
3: serving goulash just to like avoid having
1: them
4: yeah. like give the money uh, over the classic pragian distraction that's, yeah, with the goulash. that's the
0: owner <laughs> of the fucking place and then he goes and talks to that weird nerd who yeah. dealt with the manager well, i not pay you. Like, you're
4: you 2 hours late i'm not paying
0: you because 2 hours and late and lips
4: straight up it Im- doesn't even without,
5: without hesitation a beat. yeah
4: Puts, yeah. Puts both his hands around the dude's yeah. like shirt and is like, "You're gonna pay me, motherfucker! I just worked. Fuck you!" It I'm was gonna like, kick your fucking
3: exhi- teeth. It out. was like exhilarating. Me too. To and I was, I was cheer,
0: cheering, cheering for really this like, look, if if they showed up and the guy said, "You're two hours late. You can't play. I'm not paying you." Like that would probably piss him off too, but it would make sense. This motherfucker, let him come there and fucking perform for these goulash sucking pogromists in Prague. Yeah, go all fucking go, go night go off. for God knows how long. And then he's gonna not pay him? Like, no, you should have would have been fair to just tell him to leave in the first place, and it would have sucked. But yeah. you're gonna have him play yeah. and then not pay him? Fuck you! Like, you deserve they to get fucking. They did work, but, but then, then the guy didn't hit him or back or anything. He got fucking thrown around by Lips Cudlow, and it was yeah. awesome.
4: But then, but then, in this, in right after that, this English lawyer. The reason why I bring this up because he basically hero. He, he well he basically says you guys should be. Uh, At fucking, a minimum, you should be paying for a thousand annoying. people in it. every. has got fucking, business
0: cards. But,
4: but all right, the reason why I bring this up, not <laughs> just... Some it,
0: guy who came from the brothel, brothel up the street, speak some lawyer from speak like
4: that because it's so funny. The reason why I bring that up is that this is, again, another example of someone that doesn't realize what he's about to say is going to push down on the scale yeah <laughs> Of gl- <laughs> of lips again, and be like, it's like, yeah, see, he's like he's opening
2: up a va- he's opening up a valve to the balloon that is yes, like his ego. Yes. yes, yes, like he Bad. doesn't
4: know it probably, yeah. but that's Im- like you see it on lips' face. He immediately you can see this like it's like a glazed over like lust for fame and shit of like see this one random dude fucking gets it
3: even though he's clearly never listened to their music or know who they are yeah he's just there At a minimum you should be playing to a thousand people annoying. and i'm just here for the goulash <laughs> yeah i just want well, i actually just came
4: in tonight for the goulash on special <laughs> so that that scene <laughs> ends we're pretty hyped right then because it's like yeah fuck yeah dude kick this fucking bastard's fucking ass
3: Kick this stupid Euro nerds ass yeah. Stupid
4: yeah, fuck And it also It reminded me the, It reminded uh, me British of any time gentleman. You've ever been in a situation Where like some like The New Hampshire Fucking Cheshire Situation Oh the Cheshire con- yeah. Yes Where it's so, like uh, I invited you guys to play I got like no money away. for you, you No motherfucker And I like Walked him to an ATM And watched him take money out And that felt very good
0: so then I think after that, there's, like, when is the sequence where their manager's, like, crying? I think it's at that point, right? That's
4: basically right after that.
0: She has, like, a nervous breakdown. Yeah, she's, well, like...
2: There's, they play another club, and there's, like, no promotion at all. Yeah.
4: She's mad because there's no flyers. Well, even. and also now there's the love interest of Ivan, the, the other, guitarist yeah. or bassist or whatever the fuck. Guitarist. So... And,
2: um, yeah, like...
0: I Yeah, Ivan's She's
4: mad because, like... It,
2: It's kind of falling apart. They miss a bunch. Sometimes they miss their trains. They're sleeping on
0: the
4: fucking ground of like a terminal.
0: Yep. I mean, and you could say, I'm sure someone, if they were to try to defend this manager, would say like, oh, well, those guys are missing trains because they're too stupid or whatever. But the thing is, if you are a tour manager. That's what you do. It's your job. You have ownership of that situation. It doesn't matter how dumb the band is. They hired you to be the manager. You need to stupid proof them and make sure they get where they need to be. That's on you. Um, Maybe she didn't understand that. Maybe she just wanted to marry Ivan or whatever. I don't really... She's kind of a mystery. I'm going to have to look into her more later. But they end the tour with with the, like, Transylvania Rock Fest in Romania. Right,
4: and and with the horrible, uh, dooming infographic of... Capacity ten thousand. Yeah, and in like, the oh, beginning, it's gonna be a big thing.
0: The venue looks cool. It's in like a fucking. They're in like a dungeon castle thing. I mean, going to Transylvania yeah. would be dope. I'm pretty uh, sure it
4: was called the Transylvanian Monster Fest or yes, some sh- Yes, corny something. Something very kind of goofy. And they, dumb. they show yeah.
0: a clips of the opening bands, and one of them is like I Corey. I Corey, a new metal band named I Corey, and another <laughs> one cool. called like Phantom Dick or something. Symphony X. Oh, no, or, Phantom X. Oh, Phantom X. There's Axe. a
2: guy with like a, a jeweled rings. hand. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got oh, like a, the, the a Hot
0: spike. Topic like claws on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then they headline. And then it goes to people paid 174. Yeah, like it's like, oh, now if that was that. at a normal club, that's pretty good. 174 people. If they had a consistent showing of 100 people you know 80 to 100 people 150 and then they end up with that that's not that bad i mean, think about
4: for for us like a uh, 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 like the shit that we do shit. dude that would yeah. be crazy like where you could guarantee close to 200 people every show that's yeah, if I'm doing that
0: up the street for me, that would be great. But if it's in Romania and I have to split the money with I, I Corey,
1: and, <laughs> yeah, and, and well, it would be Chances are if it's in was, Goulash. If it was yeah. Every
2: single sh- if that's what I say is ev- if every single show is hundred to two hundred people, that's not bad. That's actually reasonable and consistent, and you definitely can work off that
0: i know even people, with multiple people and in europe they are more hospitable like i don't think yep. this happened with these guys but if you are at all competent like the people booking you will make sure you get fed and shit and that's all not, i've
2: like, ever heard like hotel like uh, the that beds and the venues and shit yes. like, the weird yeah, shit like yeah, that yeah. stuff that we have no idea of um and, and
4: yeah, everything so turns into a discotheque after
0: discotheque goulash
2: ultimately uh big disaster kind of to a degree they come home and it's interesting the two perspectives. On, well, Lips is kind
0: of coping a little bit when they come back because he's like
2: cope and seize.
0: Doesn't he say like? And Reiner says the same thing. I think sincerely, like, well, I went on vacation in Europe for five weeks, which is how they should be viewing this. Yeah, frankly, yeah. but they want it to be more. But than But that, they, but that, the thing does, is, is that way. even
4: while they're saying that, it's like there's always this case of them saving face. You can clearly tell yeah. because With, it's like yeah. the, the the truth is that they're fucking spent. And but it's like, like they're waiting to fucking cry. I did
2: one one of the shows, the show that I think the manager was mad at. They're like, "We're not playing," and it's like, "Oh, I guess we can still we should still play." So there's a bunch of people out there, and then it shoots to the cut to the scene of them playing, and there's like six people. Yeah, right. and I thought that was for, there. Are a bunch of people out there waiting for us.
4: So, they're and
0: then playing their asses to, off. To be fair, yeah. I mean, so, we had
4: our goulash moment once. We played in uh, Albany for literally like four people for, and we got for paid goulash.
2: In goulash. Oh, we got paid real money though too.
0: You guys the, are making me want to eat the some fucking eat
2: some Hungarian things. goulash. Sorry. I'm gonna do a line of paprika, but uh, <laughs> I'm real Hungarian nah. right now. Tell you that much. I'm
3: Hungarian,
2: but this is where the movie gets a little yeah. dark. Right into the, now we're, we're into kind of we've, the shit. D- into the second now act. Now
3: we're here. into the depraved thing where you know it's like the families are clearly disapproving of their uh, and I and I, I think you know what. Yeah.
4: Completely fucking justified. <laughs> yeah, because one could argue, well, hey, lady, you signed up for marrying a rocker, but it's like brother. also, guy, like, you're, you're, this is not a fucking like, it's not a game. This is not it. It's there's, it's almost, it's hard to know
0: where to even start because, I know. like I said, it, it, I mean, she did sign up for it. I think there's a, there is a, some validity to the idea of like. You married the guy from Anvil. I don't know why you thought he would one day wake up and like become regular and or smart. A, a, like that's not gonna happen. Become a
4: real well, man. Yeah. He even shows him trying to do that by getting a job at the telemarketing. That was incredible. That, that was, like, was an incredible. amazing sequence. Their defense. metal
0: friend Cut Loose hires so, him for
2: a. This oh, oh, oh well, well, let's take a step back here. Yeah, they have they have a bunch of songs. They want to record a new album. They really don't know what to do with it. What they want to do is hit up Chris sangarides who recorded their second album second metal and third metal. album i think metal on metal and It was Fortune based in Fire. england um based in england well he now he and it goes it shows i think some stuff from the 80s um like a big thing for them was that they had that professional fucking recording he in the interview and from like the 80 81 82 or something like that was talking about it's like yeah i just got off recording fucking thin Lizzy. And, and, and
0: yes, and he also mentions, and I think uh, the Anvil guys mentioned, too, that since then, all their albums have sounded bad because they didn't record it with him. They recorded with whoever the fuck in Canada or wherever they did it. But then he goes,
4: bad. and this is testament to back to the whole, oh, wow, these guys are so fucking naive. The guy in England, the producer motherfucker goes, we need to talk, but we got to talk in person. So they literally pay to fly to England to talk about recording, mm. and then fly back. And he goes, "We're gonna need twelve to fifteen thousand pounds to oh, fucking we got, record we got this shit. here."
0: And they already took out fucking probably debt to fly to England to hear that.
4: Yeah, and their family is like putting money up, and like yeah, they get they get money. Yeah, there's uh, Lips's sister
2: gets him a loan. And you know, you know, and, and when I'm
4: watching this, I wonder in my head, I'm like, "You have because I have that fire reaction. I'm like, fuck that! Why would you do that?' But then, I know why you do that because they're your family, and 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 I and I think that Lips specifically embodies this fucking unshakable but childlike devotion to this fucking dream he has, and like, it's admirable but destructive and yet i think the people enabling him are coming from a good place like and when i say enabling i mean like just basically throwing money at him almost like an you would who's someone who's like maybe like dealing with like a drug addiction in your family because they're chasing that high and for him i think he represents something that they can't do so they get to vicariously live through him of like true too oh well i don't get to just stop working as an accountant to go play japan Mm -hmm. so maybe to them it was like that it like it it allowed them to share in it i mean they wanted to see
0: him have fun but what these guys needed was a benefactor that was fucking serious and was gonna say like i will give you money but there are strings attached. You need right. to take singing lessons. Lips, right? Like you're an not actual. Not gonna write your own lyrics anymore. So I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna write your lyrics for you, like. And they never found that for whatever reason. These guys in their lives never collided with a Malcolm McLaren or whoever the guy from the Beatles manager was. George Martin. George Martin. They never. They never ran into somebody like that that could do that for them. They and never
3: had their Drew Carey figure. They, ne- they never. They had needed.
0: Tr- <laughs> they needed a Bob Rock.
3: They needed a Bob
2: Rock, yeah.
0: Among other things. Like a Bob Rock who was also like a marketer. Yeah. Um Or at the very least,
2: Bob Rock who would say, No, don't put an album and an alv- and blah don't don't put- put an anvil on every yeah. single every- fucking album.
3: Everybody's gonna think you guys are dumb for doing that.
2: Anvils are not cool. This isn't like the seventeen twenties, my guy. This
3: isn't this isn't negative four. Yeah. You know, or 4 BC, four, is this I should say.
2: Yeah, this isn't uh, 1120, my friend. I thou art. This isn't 1134, four.
3: which is hell upside down. So
0: this telemarketer scene was like a highlight of the second. Yeah. So, but before this yeah, before his funny.
2: sister, before his sister gives him the money, he's, he's like, like I'm going to get a real like, person job. I guess I got to try and figure out what else I can do and like maybe other pick than, up another job other than
0: delivering the lunches, yeah.
2: And I, I guess none of the other members could be fucking arsed to fucking find another. Well, and job. I guess there's
4: no other industry in well, where they are in Canada except for delivering school lunches or trying to sell sunglasses over or, the phone.
3: Yeah, so he... <laughs> they don't have McDonald's that they could work at. No, it cuts to the cut loose guy. He's just like who's uh, a
4: vice president of this
3: mind, and you. he
2: looks like. The stupidest person you've ever met you know, in the world. Despite being he looks one of like the...
0: A, he looks like a kid in a special class who's, like, pretending to be a businessman. But he's an adult, and he owns a <laughs> telemarketing business.
3: A very
4: gopherish looking despite, face. Despite,
3: you know, he is one of the ugliest sons of bitches and I've they ever And <laughs> they eyes show on. their
0: shitty office, and what fucked me up was when it dawned on me... They're fucking telemarketing. They're trying to
4: sell sunglasses over the phone. Viper. These are the There's very like ones that Viper. Neo wore in the Matrix. That is one of the lines. I will tell they you, you've got a
2: forty-five percent chance to get more pussy if you wear these. I get, literally, they, uh, they, you get they tell him more. to say
0: that. Yeah, and it's like I get that they didn't have AliExpress yet, but like you need—they had mall kiosks. Like, how are you gonna sell someone's other than yeah, telling them that it's the sunglasses from
4: the Matrix?
2: You will, get, you will. This crazy. You will get some. Poozie. You'll get peed. And you Where see is. him,
4: and you see him being taunted by someone behind no, him. No, he's not
2: being taunted. He's being like, that guy's trying to help him. Trying guide to coach him.
3: him yeah. Oh. Because like, you know, i Lips, like, say this.
0: Lips is a very sincere kind of sweetheart, childlike guy. He is not cut out for you. To be a like, know, like if you
4: don't want put, him. You don't need him. It should, should be a cut loose that,
2: is like if you read the script, <laughs> like every fucking. I've worked a bunch of telemarketing job. If monkeys could read. They'd be making six hundred dollars a week from this, <laughs> from the street, uh, just from, from the, the script. Trading, that he the, script wrote. the street the script, honestly,
0: this telemarketing shit, this scene, it feels like a fake business. It feels like fucking lips is on yeah. candid camera. Oh, it's like a something. drug. Yeah, front, dude, I'm waiting. Or a drug friend. Or it was
4: both. so uh, it was, you know because it's so ex- ex- the glaring differences between like he's got the long rock hair. Yeah. You know, so
2: I would say we are entering the third act now. They've funds secured. Ready to rock, <laughs> yeah.
4: Ready and to record. When
2: does
0: he have the like
2: breakdown? So they go to they go to Europe. They go to the UK to record. Yes. They're there for week after week. It's six they week said six. They had ninth. Though they well, let's again not get into our head ourselves. They have nineteen songs. They're going to do thirteen for the album because it's called This Is Thirteen. It's their thirteenth album. We have a montage sequence of them recording drums um he's playing guitar guitar sound pretty good bass other stuff like that and then it gets to him doing his vocals crystal balls and smoke screens and this is 13 so the
0: theme is oh it's our 13th album but also unlucky number spooky voodoo yeah gypsy that's the title track yeah and
2: apparently during the sixth week which is like how does it take you six yeah, weeks that's, to do this? For, that's that, for that
3: album, too, like, come if, on.
2: Especially if you've written the songs before. Come
3: on. Right, that's like that's Ugh. what probably what you know, Rob Reiner's on about, being like, it oh, you're ha- you're taking half-ass takes. So
2: Rob says that to, apparently, Lips. To Lippy Boy. And
3: Lips. Puts his hands on him. He puts his hand on him like the guy in Prague. Yeah. Like Rob the Pragueian
4: bitch. Be,
2: Rob's, Rob seems to be kind of fed up with it.
0: Rob does not deserve that. Rob no has way. stood by this guy a no. long
2: time. Now, granted, Rob, I think...
0: I, one issue I would take with him is, like, when he's talking about it, he's acting like he's been playing drums in this band just out of deference to his friend Lips for all these many years. There is years. some
3: aloofness. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. no, dude. Like, it's like he's getting something out of it. Like, yeah. You low-key. You,
0: you, low key you are, fucking love this shit, you, man. You love it. Now, I think he has a healthier mindset than Cudlow does, but, like. If nothing else, it's like, this is a hobby you fucking love. Well, he even says in the so, very
4: beginning when he's using a goddamn jackhammer to break up a rock. For his being real li- job. Yeah, yeah, for his real job, being like, oh, man, this shit sucks. Just give me another stage.
0: Exactly,
3: yeah.
4: So yeah.
0: Another stage, another party, this is brother. not like a sacrifice for him, but he's put up with a lot of bullshit from his roommate, or his roommate, roommate. bandmate, who's yeah. crazier than him. And
4: here's also in this scene is when they have the con- conciliatory, like... Well, here's how I feel and as I feel. And the, the producer is trying to, like, CT. mediate it. And, like, I can't help but, like, take away, again, like, lips. It's like he's just – it's like this, like, childlike – Like, because he, he says he's sorry, but he's clearly not. Because he well, goes, but you got to understand where I'm coming from. It's like that's not how you apologize well, as an adult. He says, like – I'm stressed.
2: We're stressed, and then Rob says, "I'm not stressed. I'm feeling. I'm. I'm doing okay." Rob
0: like never seems stressed in this. Yeah,
2: thing, he, which is well, remarkable. he's. he seems to be. Well, I feel like he's a big super big guy. Yeah, yeah um, that might be it. And so it seems, and I, I get it because Steve has to do more than anyone. Yes, he has to record guitars, and he has to sing. Yes. it's frustrating to deal with. Um, so they reconcile the album sounds pretty good i mean to review the album i don't think this is 13 is that bad it's um if i'm going to be honest and we'll get to this in a little bit um they they are a weird band in that like i think they've gotten better over the years uh after sucking for so long
0: I yeah. would I would say that they've had a very they have not had a linear progression they've gone no. up and down but they've been on and up they've been trending upwards since like the '90s.
2: After this is and I think this album is like kind of what like maybe instilled a little bit of a fire in them and because Cl- clearly it's, yeah. Then we we they recorded the album it's done they then are ship shopping it out to different labels they go they're like
4: deliver LA. they're like hand delivering it and then they go to EMI Canada they go to EMI. Crazy and, uh, thing for then, them to do. Yeah, then then
2: they get, uh, like an insane. They, they're like uh, list the guys like listening to it, and they it they make they edit it to where it's he's listens to it <laughs> two for seconds. ten seconds. And I was like, okay, okay, well, hmm, this might <laughs> this be. Is, I
4: think he said literally, this might be a problem, or something. I there was there was some sort of like contentious, like clear contention. It's or, all
0: interspersed with like their spouses being miserable about them yeah, too. Being it's, like, it's it, this part of the movie is sad, and yeah,
2: yeah, like Lips's wife is just like you know. Whether he has a band or not, he's still like the person I love.
0: And there's a fucking there's a part where Lips and his and Reiner are sitting down, and and Kudlow is like crying, and it's very because he keeps saying, he's talking about his own devotion. perseverance and his devotion, and he starts to break down, and he he cries and fucking, like I said, it's hard because he's not wrong that he has something both in terms of determination and talent it's just it's tragic that he didn't have the wherewithal or the self-awareness to realize like that's great I have those things but I need to combine it with all of these other things and then that leads directly to a question of do I want to do that because even if you have those gifts like it's a lot of hard work and a lot of bullshit to capitalize on them and it's a lot more than just doing what they're doing and I don't know if that question has even been posed to him and you got to figure it out and i think
4: it also brings up like the notion which i have i think i have definitely dealt with i mean and and it and it evolves over time like how your rubric of success changes over time as you as a person evolve and his Mm. did not no it 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 stayed the same and
0: and and it's even worse in this scenario like his devotion
4: and defiance is his very fucking issue and it's it's good
0: in a way but it's i mean that intertwines with the other issue with these guys like they're kind of old and like their rubrics of success, aside from the personal rubrics, their notions of how a, a musical artist becomes successful
4: is so outdated. Are
0: not even they were outdated in the eighties? Probably they they think it's nineteen seventy five, right? Right. And you're gonna play a big show, and there's gonna be a record executive. It's like we're like going to like these motherfucker. Labels, hang oh yeah. Up well, like, that's another that's another thing
2: in in Europe. They were hoping that a label would then hit, would then contact them about maybe signing yes, them for were, a new record. Were, no one hit them up.
0: They were literally like, yeah, all it takes is one record executive audience. is like, you should yeah, never not count gonna on be being there. one record exec anyway. They don't do Why that. Would they they go haven't do done what? that since the well, 80s, yeah. man. Yeah, you're not, yeah. Like,
4: you're not like a high school pitcher.
0: The fuck, dude? <laughs> I,
4: <get> fuck <laughs> yeah, out I out mean, here. that is Jesus kind of how
2: though.
1: Because that real. does happen Yeah, if you're a high
2: school But it's not like the executive of EMI is there. No, it's an A&R guy or whatever. And like, they, I don't even think that I don't think that I don't that think they anymore, do that either, anymore dude. Yeah that doesn't happen anymore So you send like press Even really, in, in like,
0: 2007 Like granted social media hadn't there wasn't TikTok and all the shit There is now But still it was, was not There was MySpace There was MySpace well, we, we, we And there was local news briefly, And fucking shit like that
4: We were talking about this briefly uh, Last episode where I think off Mike Where it was like What's what people are looking for? Art like major labels are looking for. Have you already done the legwork that now we don't want to do for yeah, you? That's yeah, that's been exactly. outsourced to artists. You know what I mean? Like, like every, can you build like a huge basis? Right, and now we'll poach yeah, you. Every artist has to either
0: be like, you know, have a trust fund and be able to hire a social media manager, or right. you have to do it yourself. And it's yeah, it sucks dick. It's a pain in the ass.
2: Why don't we take a quick break and then we'll wrap up, wrap up that, yeah. and then we'll wrap wrap up the movie, and we'll wrap up. The last uh, 10 or so years of Anvil. The last 10 or so albums? I mean, 15 years, really. Poor cheese.
0: Hey, Jake Razor here to speak to all of you about our friend and sponsor, Shirley Road Records. Shirley Road just put out two new releases that uh, I was pretty stoked on when I took a look over on their website and gave it a listen as well. We got the Evil Beatles. Obviously, the band name is pretty good right off the bat. Uh, they're a psychedelic rock band from Greensboro, North Carolina. Not what I might have expected from Shirley Road, but for this label and Distro, you gotta expect the unexpected because they have an eclectic, eclectic selection of stuff. Um, I'm also really into the Sleep Torture, Carrying Water for Rats EP. This is like, metallic hardcore kind of metalcore but the songwriting is there the riffs are catchy um Bit like Converge for me personally, you know, as a fan of modern life is war, dangers, that kind of stuff. You know, that sort of modern hardcore when the songwriting is there, I'm really into it. And I thought that EP was really good. Uh Shilly Road also did some trading with some other labels recently, got a ton of stuff in the distro. He's got used stuff over on the website. There's an offspring CD, there's a TLC CD, there's a lot of other stuff too. But I think everybody probably likes those groups a lot. So take a look for yourself and give it a listen too. Uh, go to ShirleyRoadRecords.com and also give at ShirleyRoadRecords a follow on Instagram to keep up with all the latest releases all the newest stuff getting into the distro um, because CJ over there is getting new stuff all the time Uh, once again ShirleyRoadRecords.com if you're looking for a place to start and for all the fans of Heavier Fair I know we've got a lot of you out there and Shirley Road has a lot to offer in that department Um, there's a new demo release soon to be like a full proper release if I understand correctly uh by S- Slug Salter another great band name uh that's like grindcore but with sort of some screeching black metal influences I think a lot of our listeners would be really really into it so one more time ShirleyRoadRecords.com and at Shirley Road Records on Instagram uh go check it out you won't regret it he's got something for everybody over there that's how we
2: poo it. <laughs> All right, we're, we're, we're back. We're back. So, to finish up the movie, not too much longer. The third, final act. Like um, said, they were going through record labels. They get the devastating email from EMI that pretty much says, Eat shit, losers.
4: Fuck
3: off. <laughs> like, we would never do this old. in a
4: million years. They did
0: literally, back in the early 80s, EMI sent, or either EMI or Virgin sent.
1: Ven- no it was venom. emi
0: emi sent venom, venom a letter where it just said like it was fuck off in big letters that were spelled with letters that said fuck off yeah that's how much they hated venom whoa so yeah
2: wow they decide diy like minor decide we're, we're, we're diy siding it up <laughs> by putting it at ourselves As so they put ourselves um, they're like goes the, yeah, to the fans. this is their team by are, day aside. It, Dude, like cut out us. the middleman.
4: Exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. And Steve Lips Cudlow is at a petrol station trying to sell his new Anvil
4: mixtape out of you know, a, a fucking out man. of the back yeah. of his yeah. van. So, all all five thousand copies. He's like,
0: here, it's free. Can I get some money for it? Classic move.
4: <laughs> so. That's what he needed.
0: I, that's what I'm saying. He needed a mentor who could teach him cool tricks. To like hustle,
3: he needed to hustle and flow. Steve, give it. Offer to him for free, and then at the last second, be like, "Actually, I could use twenty bucks for that." Yes,
0: that is what he needed. Anyway, Tyler, go on. Sorry, like that visual.
2: Ring, 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 ring. Steve's phone goes off the hook. He gets an a message, a gig, not just any gig, not just a gig in Canada or something like that. A gig in Japan. Nippon, as some may say. Nippon. Mostly the people there. It's a festival gig too. It's right? a fest gig. A big gig. Alright. They're we're opening in Japan. Well, no, they don't know that. They find out, they get there. It's it's kind of it's a kind of a cool thing because they had this huge moment in the beginning of the movie where it's like they were in Japan. And now they're here back in Japan, like thirty years late, twenty plus years later.
4: Still looking the same.
2: And I will say these
0: guys are kind of not the best looking guys, but they've aged pretty well. No, they have. Yeah.
4: yeah, they're like I said, they're not bloated corpses. Yeah.
2: So they get there and they realize they're on first, wow. eleven thirty-five. Wow. They're like setting up. They're like sound checking. It's to be like, clear,
0: folks. It's eleven thirty-five in the a.m. In the a.m. Yes. Yes. Not
2: p.m. I mean, I. Th- people Gosh, heard they're opening morning. and they're like oh, eleven thirty-five p.m. That's
0: like a Rochester show. Yeah, it is. It's like, like when you have yeah. to start shit here.
2: So they're like, Steve's already kind of just like, I don't care if there's five people or 5,000, the capacity was, I said capacity 20,000, kind of like the Romanian festival kind of doing that uh, callback to that. I still
4: find that to be j- disingenuous from him, but I guess I understand he's what like, he's saying.
2: I, I don't care if anyone's there. I like playing, but it would be like, he does say, I'd, I'd be bummed out if no one yeah. shows. And when they walk out, lo and behold, you, you expect there's going to be very few people. It's, you think about maybe there's going to be people there, but not... Think it's well, because they're not as disrespectful
4: as the Romanians.
2: Yeah, and it is packed. It is, like, fully
3: fucking packed.
4: Before noon, packed for Anvil
2: it,
3: right. in It's like if Elvis Anvil. was playing in his hometown or and something. And I'm going
2: to be honest. When that happened, I did feel... I was like, wow, that's awesome. It, it, was, it was good. Like, the, this is a good feel. Like, I feel like that's good like so much shit has gone wrong for this band within the last th- during the filming of this shit even immediately prior to that gig in japan
0: it's that is juxtaposed with a lot of pretty miserable stuff as far yeah, as yeah like, like, domas- like, you know? like, like domestic like domestic issues yeah. yeah. families ripping yeah. on them all, i mean not ripping on them but they're kind
4: like of well, they're, ta- well, 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 and they're talking yeah. about irony. like other members like they're being like just their, their financial woes
2: like all this shit man and they get to play this fucking jam-packed gig in Japan.
0: It's a it's a good ending because it is there is an optimism to it. It makes you feel good, but it is a cautious optimism with a lot of asterisks and a lot of ambiguity. It is, this is not a happily ever after story. No this way. is Like you get a flash of light at the end without a lot of clarity about what happens next for these guys or what's where it's going. It's ambiguous, and that's like life itself. Life itself. It is. It's just me, flashes. You know, the gamble. You just get flashes.
2: I would say this is a good story because it kind of imparts something onto myself as, like, someone who also books shows and plays in bands. I don't don't want a band that I know to be, like, an Anvil band. Like, yes, I make sure that I do my best on promoting shows. I make sure that the bands get paid to some degree.
3: Am I incorrect on this, but haven't Anvil have played here before? Like they had, yeah, they, they, they did, did.
0: they we did. did. We missed them, or anyway. Uh, uh, they was played the in lieu of the movie. Yeah, it was Bug Jar. It
2: was Bug Jar.
3: Um, wow, we got to get back next. Uh, hopefully, they come back sometime. But it it's kind
2: of one of those things where it's like I don't want a band to go through what Anvil did. Now I don't, I don't want someone in I don't know some band to be like I want to be like Anvil, that plays in a death metal band. But like I don't want them to have to like look back and like be like you know, this was all for nothing, or this fucking sucks. I want everyone, if they play in a band, to just have a, a good fucking I
4: personally band. also don't like the notion of supporting this idea that, like, you need to squander everything else. Yeah, like, that's, that's such also, bullshit. Like,
0: I... Sorry, finish
4: what you are going to say. Well, behind. it's... Because it's, it, it's just, like... That, like, we don't live in a fucking Greek tragedy unless you choose to do that. Like, it... it that... It, <laughs> Again, with this with this this documentary, it's like a level of admirable devotion, and like I I will always champion the idea of like you don't have to give up what you love. Like I've met older people in my travels that like continue to do the things they love to do. It may look a little different than when they were younger because things just change. Our bodies get older. You can't necessarily if it if it's like a physically demanding thing like that's going to be different but yeah so like i will always be down with someone that like doesn't give up however i think it's very misguided and incorrect to say to like a younger person see see they never gave up like that's that's fucked up i think it
0: it, misguided would be the word it misses the mark i think one question that i would pose to these guys or ask them to pose for themselves is like yes you're devoted mr lips sir but what are you devoted to because it's it, there's sort of a mismatch right like he has the dedication and the devotion of a fanatical artist who is willing to compromise everything else but he he is pursuing his uh his life's work the way a hobbyist would totally it, he's d- dedicated and devoted but he doesn't seem like he is dedicated to his craft it's like he is a very skilled performer
2: he he he's only seems to be concerned about oh, this, the popularity. Is the album, this is the album that'll get us big and it's like after like after a while after like their first after the first decade of being a band they should have relegated themselves to, like, listen, I'm just trying to make the best fucking music that I want to hear, that yeah. I want to make, and I'm trying to have a good fucking time doing it. He, 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 go ahead. It, it, it always seems to be relegated upon, it, dog, I need 10,000 people to be, I need 10,000 maniacs raising their fists Screaming in the air. Versus, like, us, it's like, dude, the show we played last night, like, having, seeing a bunch of kids and people run around and fucking moshing and shit, like maybe, like, 80 people were there, like, I'm fucking very content with that, and maybe I'm, like, underselling myself, but it's, like, fuck, I I think it's more just, like, I appreciate what I'm able to do for the moment.
0: Yes, and I I think if, whatever your pursuit is, whether you're an anvil or anything else, you gotta kind of pick it apart and be, like, what do I like about this? Lips, I think, is a like born performer and is someone who can make a living performing in some capacity what i don't think he is is a artist if you're an artist no. you're dedicated to your craft and you're obsessive about that and i would say to lips's family thank God for your sake that he's not an artist because this would be so much worse if he had this level of dedication but rather than it being all right he's gonna go to his job and be normal and then he's gonna go on tour oh, like right. when you're an artist on that level it's like no, he's going to need your his whole family to fuck off for three hours every day and let him write, and that's when you're I mean, really in trouble. Or he wouldn't
2: even even had a family, and he would Probably make not, some no. cool fucking shit. Yeah, he would make, yes. He, he yeah. could have ended up making something cool. Well, to your point, <laughs> cooler, too, to back yeah, to your cooler. point
4: about, like, being stoked about the show you played last night, yeah, it's like, and I think everyone, including myself, can, like, take a lesson in that of, like, look around zoom out and see the successes that you have and yeah. be fucking stoked on the things that you get to create and the collaborative effort you get to do with whom if, if if it is a collaborative effort like like you need to change again going back to this idea of like your rubric like you need to eventually like that needs to evolve as you evolve as a person
0: yeah and it's, it's like it, it's like a refinement process right like if you feel you have a calling if something's calling you you got to hone it down to what it really is. Like, it might seem like you're destined to be in a big heavy metal band, but that's that's like 15 different things that that involves. Right. Which of those things is really calling you now for Steve Kudlow? I think it is this sort of being an entertainer, which is why. And, you know, on a, on a related point, I think he probably is a good dad. He's probably good with kids. This guy and this is going to sound demeaning, but it's not. We've said other things that are explicitly demeaning about him plenty of times. This guy would have been good as like a uh, like a children's entertainer, like this dude he could like have a a school teacher show. or he would have been a great teacher. Yeah, yeah like exactly. an, he That dude I mean, would
2: have been an amazing could,
4: teacher. He also he could would just be kids, a good like, do
2: whatever you want. <laughs> he also could be a good fucking person in a band. But like, again, he didn't have that one other person to be like, hey, maybe uh, on the, the for the 10th time. Don't write a fucking song about jerking off. He needed a second guitarist. <laughs> you know, like he, uh, like a second
0: guitarist who was the obsessive artist guy who can't yes. get married. Yeah. Who's
4: uh, also like way more serious in the sense of like yeah. a, a more I mean, business-minded. Yeah, he didn't yeah, need yeah.
2: obsessive. He just needed someone that was more uh well-minded to the craft, so, right? Someone than
3: who's than willing to say
4: else. not everything you think is good is is good. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah, like a like a like a fucking like a weird almost like a producer. Exactly.
0: exactly, like a Pete Townsend kind of figure, or yeah. Brian Wilson, now, or you know, shut one of those lips. psychos.
3: Yeah, shut seriously. up, button your lips. But lip, and he lip could that be Roger
0: Daltrey and just prance around a lot, and you just know?
3: Right, do his little dancing, and yeah, he'll be all good. Now, after this,
2: Juggernaut of Justice, they, they keep, they're still a band. They just
0: put an album out. We they didn't list, I didn't out. listen to it. I don't know if you guys. We did. We listened to a that song. That was the today.
3: song, "Ghost Shadow." That was from the. New oh, one. I heard that. So, that was pretty yeah. good. It's not bad. So juggernaut of justice i've Production heard this got better
2: the, like i said this band gets this band like after this like they this is what kind of when they got like that fire under their ass because uh, you know, they should have had it in 1985 yeah
3: well that's a decent album too i listen to that it's, yeah, like, it's oh, this is actually pretty good for all things considered i'd say all things considered with terry gross
2: um with anvil
3: is that a song all things considered by anvil
2: no i wish it was um I will say, you know, you get to, they have a couple memberships. Um, I think that's important because they go from, let me see here. Who's, yeah, who's uh, the rhythm? and Glenn Five, who played bass, he left. John Five. John Five's <laughs> brother <laughs> left in two thousand. John Five's <laughs> brother Glenn. <laughs> and Ivan Heard left who, the to guitar, guy, the the one guitar player. To marry the witch. Yeah, left to marry the
3: bitch. He left to marry Mar- the, Mar- the witch, not the, witch. the bitch. She's Mar- a little
0: bitch. Mary Mar- Lynn Manson, he left.
3: Um, well, they left on the 13 album, right? And Yes, uh, in
2: 2007. <laughs> they, they never got another guitar player um, after that. And then in 2012, 2014, they had Sal Italiano uh, from the Long Island uh, tribute band. Live after live after death, the Iron Maiden tribute band. He was playing the pizza. Wait, who was he, Sal Italiano? How is that not the most fucking Long Island name, you've name ever? Really? That can't what be up? real. That's apparently real.
0: because if it was real, he wouldn't be. He would be a police officer. He has to be. <laughs> With that oh,
3: I'm, name. I'm
2: a police officer
3: too. Wait, did this guy Sally play on um, the uh, the Juggernaut of Justice?
0: Um, juggernaut of Justice. That that's what a police jug- officer yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah, concept I he, album. I think he
4: or did. Or is Juggernaut like talking about?
0: steve kudlow no no man. no. he
2: didn't glenn five did he i think he okay. performed on hope is hope in hell
3: oh the words like where uh, they had the eat your words song eat, eat your turds oh, and the badass turds. rock and roll too right? man that song sucks badass um, rock and roll suck.
2: yeah i want to hear a badass not a very rock good and roll album. that's a good title not a very good album B- bad album in my opinion pretty
3: dumb you- album art too like it's like a it's like a like a military boat but it's like an anvil, anvil and it's and like it's an owl. Fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, doesn't make any after sense.
2: After that we get the current bassist Chris <sighs> Robertson who I believe had been a like roadie for them.
3: And the uh, recur you know what uh, uh, Simpsons look uh, like looks like our
2: friend or old uh, good old buddy Jim too um from Minnesota. from Minnesota. Shout
3: out Jim too. Shout out Jim too.
2: And he he joins in 2014 after uh, Long Island man leaves uh, right
3: around the time that uh, R- Rob Reiner switches over to traditional drum style.
2: Yeah, uh, if you don't, if you've seen any recent footage of him of their
4: drummer playing, yeah, he's, he's drumming playing traditional. traditional. It's so dumb. Um, which is where you have. If I see someone doing that, and if I'm at like a punk show or something, I'm like, fuck oh, you, oh dude, fuck, fuck that, fuck you,
2: fix that hand, it fucking so asshole. So t- for those that don't know, the the normal style you see people drum is the match style. It's like matches, man. The traditional is like... Like jazz drumming?
4: Jazz drumming. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, like you a have jazz chopstick in your fucking...
0: It's like yeah. you have like a
2: reverse chopstick. Why is he doing that? I, I no don't know. I was... And I was looking because we were watching old footage. I was like, he's, he's not, not doing drum, that he's, before. I just remember him... I remember because like, as you said in the first episode, we pretty much got introduced to this band really intimately... Based upon all the later stuff with this Chris Robertson guy.
4: Yeah. I feel like he did that in a way to be like, I'm it, it might be. I'm it old. It might just be
2: maybe his hands. Maybe it's just like it's easier on his hands. He's gone older. I would. That I is genuinely true. Abby, would that like is a good know. point. Um, I hate it, though. But, yeah, I was like, what I was like, I was like, what, 2014? He starts doing it. And I just Googled a live footage and he started doing
4: it. I was like. I don't know. Like I said what earlier, it's like if someone you know starts wearing a fucking beret out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you.
2: I will, so I will say Anvil is Anvil, not the best, but a big step. Uh, in my opinion, a big step up. A step up in the right direction. Well, it's,
3: it features one of my favorite comedy rock songs of all time, Zombie Apocalypse. So. Zombie.
2: Zombie. Zombie. Zombie
5: Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Uh,
2: uh, this is
0: so unpleasant. Yeah. No.
5: I
2: <laughs> do
0: they played the song during one of the breaks, and that is a, a bad one. Once again, though, as we painful. always say,
2: all the lyrics are bad. This is a song <laughs> called Run Like Hell, and you must think, oh, you must be running from something. Uh, it's
0: made me think of the Jay Knight song. This guy kind of has a similar lyrical style.
2: Off hey. to the race you run, as fast as a bullet from a gun. Beat the clock you must try, as fast as you can, do or die. Hickory-dickory-duck. Okay. Bat out of hell you fly. Dickery. To win the race, you must try. To, competing to win against time, be in condition, and be in your prime. Wait, is this about a track meet? I don't know. Like, he's making it seem like you. Ha- ru- if you're running like hell. Have yeah, good are cardio. You, is this, is this running, maybe away? It's like, are you running away from something? Maybe it's a or marathon. He, he, he started listening running.
0: to all that like uh, European youth crew stuff, and he borrowed yeah. lyrics oh, from one he of those bands. Know.
2: Must so run. that is like again. There's a song, also a song called "Fire on the Highway," where he describes oh, ice like, road truckers. It's like ice road truckers. Oh, the, the ice is so bad, we're gonna spin out of I control. I saw the show
0: about the truckers there, and I decided And And then to. there's a yeah. truck then pull there's... over
3: on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> you might ask, what
2: does the fire have to do with it? Fire on the highway. There's a bunch of ice, and in the song, he and ev- like after describing slipping on the ice a bunch uh pretty much goes and we saw a car that was on fire and we drove past it all right that that's it it's like Again. he's a
4: it's like he's a caricature artist at like a, a, a fairground where he's like you want me to draw you Okay. And like, like whatever he sees, he then says, yes? like, no, there was again, a, there was a big, zero conflict in these songs. It was a
0: big real life moment for Lips Cuddle. It's like when Jim Morrison saw the dead Indian and it changed his whole oh, life, in remember, desert, yeah. in the desert. Yeah.
4: But, yeah, no, there is. It's like it's like on lyric wise. It's all real time. Just observation. Bullet point. No introspection. No conflict.
1: Yeah,
0: my name's Lips, and I'm here to say no. that I play metal in a heavy way.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: might
3: as well be. Yeah, that. I, mean, I love that, fruity that... pebbles in a major way. <laughs> now we <laughs> get up to more modern times well, with this. Can I just comment on the cover for that last album? Oh, yeah, it's really dumb. Oh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking stupid. It's like the, Tim, what the is album? It? the album? The album is called Anvil is Anvil. It's a picture of an anvil looking into a mirror. <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> I didn't know that. What yeah. the fuck? Does it have eyeballs or anything? No, or- I mean, see, they, eyeball, like, yeah, a they face should have drawn eyeballs. Yeah, they should. Dude, they had put into... fucking cartoon eyes, no. being like, "What? Dude, the? It's, it's straight up like the. It's like an anvil sitting on like a folding chair. Like, no, like a mirror. Um, I do Yo, honestly, that. It's, yeah, it's kicks something ass. like that. You know that what I want to know?
4: Whips ass. How comfortable their uh, in-house artist has been all
3: these oh, decades. Right. Like, oh, you like, want me to draw an anvil? Okay. I got
4: you guys. I'll bankrupt your family for this one too. Yeah, <laughs> like, give
3: me give me ten thousand pounds. I need. Wait, British you mean money to tell me you this. need me
4: to just draw another anvil? <laughs>
3: like, but this time it's like green. What? What will it be, Steve?
0: Where are we gonna put the thingy where's the thingy gonna be now? Now where's the stem will,
3: on the anvil? What's the
0: ball
2: anvil
4: the gonna to do this time? Have sex with a woman? The
2: anvil on the next <laughs> album is a little more interesting
3: because I just oh, found it's, it. It was hard to see, yeah. They the do a psychedelic
4: Pound- r- a psychedelic
0: rock album, it's just like covered in Paisley or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: Or they could do a they could do
4: like a Chicago drill album where it's like uh it's different a, bandanas. It's got and a balaclava
0: on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
4: That'd be cool or like a how about a pint of lean just sitting on
3: top of an anvil. <laughs> 2018 Like is that the anvil on that cover? Yep. It's like in like the jackhammer, right? So it's called Pounding
2: the Pavement. It's a guy, see two arms using a jackhammer, but the jackhammer is a flying V, but also within Can I the, see this please, the jackhammer is an anvil because you describing that made me it sounds insane it sounds like 15 things no wow
3: you you you
4: accurately
2: describe what i'm looking at a jackhammer but part of the jackhammer that's jackhammering into the pavement is an anvil just a full anvil
4: that to me is like one of the worst things i've ever seen
2: uh they
0: used a pretty cool font for the title too as you could imagine yeah, this is and this crazy hard work. This has the Tim, so Tim and ugly. Connor.
2: This has the song. It's hideous. Bam, Bitch and the bam, box. Bam. Tells the song me where to go. In 2018 about a GPS. And that's where our journey
0: with Anvil starts and a good place to end it.
4: Yeah. We'll I will say we listened
2: to the new single, a single from the new album. Shadow, goes. Shadow Ghost, Ghost, Ghost. Shadow Ghost. Shadow. Ghost Shadow. And honestly, it was like the
4: best anvil song. I think that, that came heard. with the uh dying the blonde dye job. Oh yeah, Rob dyed his hair blonde. His goat too. His goat and his his whole code oh, and back. Back. back.
1: They they it. seem
2: to like on these the the post twenty fourteen albums, they seem to kind of understand that they are more of a hard rock kind of band.
0: I think, I mean, think about having a movie made about you, right? If nothing, if that won't give you a sense of self-awareness, then really nothing will. Yeah. Uh, So I I think it probably had that effect on them, and they realized both maybe that Hard Rock is more their strength versus Aping Slayer or whatever. And I, I think maybe it dawned on them, like, Oh, we're kind of a shtick. Like, there's a bit here. Well, then, and, and let's it's, lean into it. It gave them an an identity that makes sense. It's also which so is much, more,
4: yeah. And, that, and it's like it makes it so much more charming. Old man doing a hard rock band versus, yeah, some old geezers trying to be a fucking threat, like, it, yeah, it's to, trying yeah. to be
3: a uh, machine gun Cali. Yes,
2: I hope they are okay with their uh, complicity in. Uh, letting Roe v. Wade be overturned but their old ninety one song. Oh, with, oh yeah, with yeah, their yeah. fantasy
3: song. Yeah, that did not age well. Yeah, hope they feel better yeah, about didn't. that.
2: They they ain't playing that fucking hit soon. That so what's song, our
4: last what's our last takeaways about this fucking band?
3: Yeah, we've um, put a lot of time into
2: this. I, I I would say my takeaway is is that like if you gotta figure out what is working and then if it doesn't work, do something different. Um Anvil does not do that whatsoever in their career. Um, they continue to think if we just keep doing it, it's like a 70s thing, you, you were saying. It's like, we'll just one song will be a hit single for some reason. And they don't, like, understand why a song is, like, good, I guess. Yeah,
4: yeah. they're not making a pop song. And they
2: end up making some good songs here and there. But it's too far in between for me to, like, it's, it's like how I feel about KISS. Like, I think Kiss has, like, within their, er- their, like, early, mid-70s stuff, they have, like,
4: one good album of, like, songs. So, if they were on Shark Tank right now, you would say, I'm out. I'm out. Okay. They If they, well, Gene would be like, can I get
2: $18 billion and you can have .1% stake? I'm out. And I'd be like, no, I mean, oh, actually, maybe. I, that's a good idea. Y- all those Kiss caskets.
0: Yeah, might. My- my final takeaway is basically what I said a second ago and and also what you said. You know, you got to keep uh, these guys needed to refine their uh, calling or their understanding of their own calling a little bit sooner. And it's kind of tragic that they didn't have the, uh, you know, t- what you said earlier about, um, you know, people not wanting conflicts and narratives. You know, in the classic hero's journey, you go into the unknown and there's a spiritual guide, a mysterious woman or something who points you in the right direction and then you can kind of refine your mission and you know gain boons for your fellow man. They never really had that no, they just until had a, maybe when this movie came out. So
2: Yeah.
3: Tim, um I uh, the takeaways here, I'd say that th- this band is actually uh they're a little bit more endearing than I would have thought previously, For sure, I, you know. Yeah.
0: We didn't want to like them, but no, they kind of no, grew I mean, on you, you
3: know, and they, they do, they got good songs. I think it really just boils down to they got dealt a, a bad hand for a majority of their career.
2: Yeah, they they needed to really gun just, for the most part, I feel like they to... kept
4: on saying, hit me at the blackjack table. Yeah, like they so actually, true. yeah, yeah. that's like, like a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, they just kept
2: they just kept doing the same thing over and over and over again.
3: Well, also very they weren't I feel like they didn't like hone in uh, enough on like what they could have been doing. Like, yeah, I feel like their music style, like stylistically, it like shifts all over the board, like on each album. But like, like only
2: like a little bit, not enough to like they're not they're not doing like a grunge album. No, you know they never. They didn't do what Anthrax did in like the late 90s. Yeah,
4: there wasn't enough artistic adventurousness, but just right. enough to come off as annoying. Yeah. Yes, totally.
0: <laughs> just enough to make it uh, not be coherent. Yeah. yeah, I think that covers it for Anvil. This has been a pretty extensive series, but I'm glad we did it. I think there's a lot to be learned from this band for literally like any person. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Let you let us know what you think. Um, you can find us as always at kingsofpunk.com, uh, at Official on Instagram, uh, a couple other venues, but those are probably the most reliable ones. And uh, we will be seeing you again next week.
1: It's Great yeah. to be here. Thank if you for you, joining us, Connor. If oh, you are as uh, always, I love it.
4: Yeah. If you
2: thought everything we said was blasphemy and bullshit. Hit up the hot
3: take You're hotline. Really cotton for Anvil and, and Lips.
0: Yeah, we got the number in no, the No, you can meet up with that. us. We'll link.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have. have a little We little link with all haters. That's we'll
1: fine.
2: Uh, be done with our tour probably around the time this is out, too. Yeah, Hallucination, hallucination Realize
0: going realized on tour. We can, we'll can. we have tour dates online, too. Yeah.
2: So. And,
3: uh, well, this is the part where uh, we'll play uh, Anvil's song, Bombs Away, oh, right yes. at the end here. Yep. Yeah.